and welcome to Elite Cadre, the War Machine Horns so, podcast. Are we going to start? Yeah, we're going to start. Okay, all right, sorry. You starting? Always. Okay, fair enough. Yes, we are back after a month's hiatus because we were all busy. Gotta be starting something. I missed that earlier, sorry. I think you were busy. I, I was busy. Uh, Kurt, I think you're perennially busy, so that's fine. And Benj was Benj. Um, yeah. see, see, what happened was we, we, we kind of suggested dates that we might want to run, and then Benj went, no, I'm going to go and play Magic. Hey, uh, yeah. It's perennially yeah, the one that's twice magic. a year. I blame yeah. it. It's my fault. When yeah. I say play magic, what I mean is you're going to open boosters. Um, no, no, I don't. I don't do boosters. Right. Let's oh, no, they're all so pretty. Just, I just don't. Up, sniffs inside, and it just fills him full of that no. little tingly sense again until his next hit. Okay. No, I don't do Five boosters later. normally. This is this was Masters twenty five, and I wanted to see if I could either pull a Jace. Or an Imperial Recruiter, which means nothing to you guys. No. Yeah, I was going to say, this all sounds like the teacher from Charlie Brown. But, but, but I could have been £100 better off with either one of those cards. So I thought I'd gamble. Okay. Oh, so lottery with pretty cards. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, They are pretty. The, the, the first thing about solving your addiction, Ben, is realising you have one. I know I have an addiction. I okay. know I have a problem. <laughs> are we, are we, have we changed topic now, or is it the same one? No, we're having no, no, an intervention. We're the same thing. Oh, oh really? I thought this was an intervention. Oh, actually, I, I've just realised I, I can actually do a, a giveaway in this, in this episode. What? I, have, I actually have in my hand um, a surprise member gift for the uh, Private Press online store, which is $10 off any purchase of $20 or more. Um, is, that, is that just because we're not playing... Privateer Press games anymore. No, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't use Privateer Press online store. So th- th- there you go. There's the uh, there's the thing. Um, if anyone wants code BRM for mother zero four, um, then you can have uh, ten dollars off any purchase of twenty dollars or more at the PP online store. Would Wait, that even cover free shipping? Probably not. You have to put a disclaimer on this because at the time of publication of this. Yeah, it's it's single it's use gone. only and it expires on the thirty first of March. So I if think you want to use it, use it. And if it's been used, oh well, someone got there first. I think it's just been used by Matt. Someone listening <laughs> live, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know okay. all, all it's gonna do is sit here and me go, Yeah, but I'm not gonna order from the store. So I'm not even sure if it's redeemable against black anchor. Um anyway, anyway, anyway. We'll, That's uh, a weird word. Well, Don't black do anchor. anyway, anyway, anyway. I've been watching too much YouTube. Bye. Yes, with the um, I don't know, we, we, we we could do five minutes on this. Um, and that we, we now have this kind of, I mean, I suppose the closest equivalent is Forge World. Um, you got Black Anchor Heavy Industries who are producing um larger specialist models that I don't think uh, PP ever intends to see retail. Um, and they are well, for want of a better word, ruinously expensive, well, especially with you in this country with exchange rates. Yeah. Um. Now, I, I, I will I'll go back to my traditional thing of saying that gaming is not a cheap hobby. <laughs> also, <laughs> also, 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 yeah, we, we shouldn't complain too much about the exchange rate, considering that we had Forge World on our doorstep with minimal shipping for quite some time compared to the rest of the world. So, oh, I can't if, really if you go to places like Games Expo, you can just rock up to their stall and go, I'll have three of those, four of those. Yeah. You know, this, this stuff just happens. Um, but, I mean, what I would say, from the costs I've seen... They are not out of the realms of what the RRP always has been. Um, it's it is just big. That, mm. It's just for the moment, you're having to pay RRP. 
which the UK never has had to do before because all their stores do 10 to 15% off as uh, standard. Um, I, I can understand that it's caused a, uh, a good deal of consternation. Uh, constipation? Consternation. Oh, okay. Good Both. grief, Benj. That's what I've got. <laughs> well, Thanks for sharing. It's all right. Sharing is caring, as pornography has taught everyone. Clearly you need either more or less fibre, I don't know. Um, Let's always go for more. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Classic. You need moral fibre for a start. Yeah, I do. Not. No, it's too late for that. I've lived long <laughs> enough without it. Fuck it. Um, so, yes. And what do we see? We've got, we've seen uh, Scar 3, the Hooch Hauler. Was there another one? Um, was there another one? There was the yeah the first one which we've now seemingly forgotten. Oh, uh, Dracodile. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, Dracodile. Um, which Dracodile was the first one to come out, and people in the UK got stung for tax, which, um, if you don't know, um, adds twenty percent onto the cost. Plus, thanks to going uh, through Mount Unpleasant in uh, the uh, Royal Mail offices, adds another eight pounds on top. Eight cocking pounds. This is the thing. I have ordered from uh, overseas before, and there is a fairly simple procedure that can be done at the other end to prepay the tax. So they add the tax onto your bill there, and you save £8. Why Privateer Press don't implement this, I don't know. Because they hate Um, you. Because of the hassle of sending internationally for US Post Office, I suppose. That might be it, Um, but I've ordered... I mean... I order T-shirts occasionally from uh, f- for my sins from WWE. They allow really easy prepayment, so th- they. Even I was thinking. Not- so you think about T-shirts. I was thinking about having listened to um, independent podcasts, independent characters podcasts, and they were just done a T-shirt offer, and they were just saying about how, the effort of sending it internationally from a US post office. So I don't know, but they were just talking about how much harder work it is and how much more grief it is, how much more grief to get from the post office. So even sending to Canada, apparently. True. Um. Don't know. Yeah. Either way, there are things that could be done to potentially alleviate a little bit of it. Um, it ends up being a fairly small percentage of the model. I mean, what do we think about the Black Anchor heavy industry stuff in general? I like the models. I think they look fantastic. Um, they just feel prohibitively expensive, as, you, as, you, as you've said. I mean, I, Hooch Hauler, I like, do like the look of the Hooch Hauler. I don't, I don't dislike the rules. Um, if it was easy to get hold of, I think in time I might pick one up, but it, that's, that's an awful lot of money. Mm, um, I don't disagree with the principle because it is... Okay. I don't disagree with the principle of it because I, I do quite like Forge World and we've had that a long time now. Yeah. It is very similar to the Forge World idea of just doing specialist models at a premium and uh, smaller runs in different materials. Um, it, it has worked. We are just sport with easy access to Forge World. The rest of the world, especially the US, they pay a fortune for Forge World stuff. Very true. Very true. I think it would matter more if it was one of my factions. Um, but and I'd maybe then feel kind of priced out of the game um, because I, I don't know whether I could justify that amount of money as much as they do justify silly amounts on boosters, as Micah said. Um, I've never bought anything. I love the way you're actually preemptively attacking yourself now. I, I know it's fine. It's fine. Um, <laughs> it's what I do. It's flagellation. Self. Self. Just as long as you don't halfway through the podcast just break out and shouting "Hurt me, Daddy." That's fine. <laughs> I could do. Well, he didn't. It's quite disturbing. Yeah, that is kind of disturbing. 
Um, I think it doesn't. I don't think he prices the fact of the game. I don't think he worry about that because I look at the huge hauler and while I like the idea of it, I don't think it's this core amazing miracle win win every game for trolls model. I'm not even yeah. talking about it like that though. More it's if it is part of my faction as a collector kind of thing. Oh, I see. Well, I kind of do have some of that. I must have it all kind of idea, but I don't have. I don't have it entirely. Mm. I, the one thing I would say is actually giving a bit of thought to it now um for the beginner this is actually slightly more challenging because i mean we've all seen the range kind of explode in size yes. over the last sort of five years now you've got models that you know are a step in price above everything else and you know if if, if they are the competitive models war machine is very much skewed at the competitive level um is this an extra barrier to entry? Um, I'm not sure it is that. Um, I'm not sure it's a barrier to entry because these are kind of elite specialist models. So mm. I don't know. I mean, maybe they are top end. You know, is Scar 3 ridiculously broken? I have to admit, I don't know. Um, Scar 3 is quite good. I mean, yeah, Matt's already said that. I was uh, say maybe Matt can enlighten us. Yeah. So uh, clearly already kind of... Uh, Slightly broken. Um, although Matt has raised a, an interesting point in that um, minor models from Forge World weren't originally tournament legal. Oh, so, it was a while, didn't it? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, actually, I was, and even now, even about, now, there are events that are non-Forge World events, aren't they? But they're less common. I mean, you could probably always get away with things like the uh, the Death Corps of Krieg and just kind of saying, "Yep, they're Imperial Guard because they're Imperial Guard." Um, but I'd imagine stuff like the more specialist Space Marine tanks and but then you've got things like the Contempt to Dreadnought, which, while it is a forgeable model, and most of them are forgeable models, the rules now are non are non forgeable because there is a non forgeable version, there's a plastics version. So yeah, so who knows? Yeah, yeah, that's a good point though. But anyway, it's an entire interesting area of discussion. Um, and to be honest, I think that the, the greatest sign of what's going to happen is just waiting. Um, yes. Because with the greatest one in the world, we've seen what one model delivered from Black Anchor so far. Um, no, the, the hooch hauler. Oh, the hooch hauler's actually come out, has it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so we've seen two models come out, come out and actually be delivered from Black Anchor. Um, once they have an entire range, then I think we'll know more what the results will be. Uh, oh, you mean sort of when almost every faction or majority of factions have got something on that range? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you've got your um, your colossal from. Uh, the uh, Crucible Guard, and that's only available through Black Anchor. I, I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying, um, you know, it could be. Um, it could be. Matt could yeah, be. Matt, Matt's actually gone to another point that I kind of fairly frequently bring up, um, which is actually, well, actually, I, did, I hadn't heard that that was that was happening. So uh, Matt's saying, um, does this also lead to the news that PP are stopping 600 SKUs from their uh, domestic shops and having them online or special order only? I know that. Uh, that's always something that's been debated because the increasing bloat of War Machine means it is much harder for any store to carry. The what are they pulling? The, the blisters? Um, I don't know specifically. Um, I would have to say that if you're going to pull anything away from shops, you'll you'll keep your you know your, your nice light plastic all-in-one units in there. You might keep a couple of UAs and. Stuff like that. I, think, that. I think you could look at GW's model to see what they like to pull, and that, that is most of the blisters. Yeah. Look at how many. I mean, maybe you. I assume you remember what GW used to look like. It wasn't a wall of box. No, no, you very much. Right. Well, actually, and, and now it is. 
This is the problem. I haven't been in a GW store in several. There's years. all boxes. There is a small stand of sprues of specialist kind of solo kind of characters. Yeah, it's a very small range compared to all the boxes. Okay, that's interesting. I was quite surprised have... as you say. One thing I have heard about. Well, actually, no. I'll, I'll discuss that part later because it relates yeah, to yeah. Shakespeare. Um, so, yeah, I think I think that's 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 a discussion on on Black Anchor. Um, I think it will develop, to be honest. And I think stopping the the PP stopping doing skews is kind of part of that. Um, and I think GW kind of always ha- always had the an unpleasant thing for players that was perhaps healthy for their game in that every so often they did just axe stuff from the range. Yeah. It was gone. It was unplayable, and that was it. Uh, um, the model can be gone without being unplayable. I mean, now you've got you've got models in rule books that are not available, and models that are in, in indexes that are available uh, that are not available, but you could make you could build and oh, just both. They, they don't have, really don't like doing uh, model rules um, without a physical model. Um, you, you say that, don't you? Except they've just done that with guidance on how to build it, which is one of the you know a leader character model for the. Great nights. Yeah. You can't buy well, it. The, the reason they don't generally like to do it is because they lost a court case on it a few years ago, if you remember. No, I don't remember that. Okay. Um, Missed it. So this this is a thing that um, happened a few years ago. Uh, the Tyranid book had been out for a while, mm. and uh, one of the uh, sets of rules in there had no um, model for it. You know the the rules, no model. Right. So one of the very many companies that does third party aftermarket add-ons went well. Why don't we just make one? Yeah. So they did, and GW took them to court. Now the upshot of this was that the court said, "Well, hang on, you've got a vague description of what your thing is. They're just providing a model that matches up, but it's not a breach of any of your copyrights." So, no. And if you choose to produce something that's designed similarly to theirs... They could sue you. They can sue you. Classic. So, this is where why GW um, rapidly kind of went along and went, uh, okay, we're not producing a model for that. However, we are producing these new rules for something else that's very similar and making a model for that. Right. Uh, this Oops. is like two editions ago now, Yeah, because a six was a mess for Tyranids, so maybe that, yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, they're they're not massive fans. Well, they weren't anyway. I was going to say they've they've changed management system entirely since then. Yeah, very much. Mm. Um, it's a brave new world. Yes, it's very definitely a, a, a brave. We'll have to see where PP are going in this. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, that that was a diversion I didn't expect. Um, let's move on to a diversion I did expect, which is talking about BonesCon. How was it? Uh, well, see, I went to BonesCon. Uh, it was at the Hilton in Birmingham, uh, where you may have uh, seen SmogCon running before. Uh, BonesCon is a legally distinct event, um, which just happens to have a lot of the same staff running it. <laughs> well, what, what, what's funny, Ben? I don't think I've said anything amusing. I'm, I'm sorry. Deeply sorry. <laughs> it was something else. He was looking at a card in a game and he found it amusing. Yeah. Yes. Um, now, the land I'm... card that was particularly amusing. <laughs> He'd like to tap that. Um, <laughs> nice. I actually heard that joke before. I can't believe I haven't heard that before. What? You've never heard that joke? Oh, I've never heard that joke. I'd like to tap that. Wow. Oh dear. Oh. I don't. I don't do card games. I don't mix in no circles, so I don't okay. hear that okay. kind of humour. And I've never had to beat someone to death for doing it. 
See, most of what I know of modern magic, I'd learned by osmosis, uh, osmosis of Nick Topham. So because it's Nick, uh, isn't it? Yeah, uh, I personally, I blame Nick for a lot of things. Nick, we blame you for a lot of things, Nick. <laughs> but anyway, Bones Con occurred. Um, it was a three-day event at the uh, Hilton, um, which had uh, several hundred players there and a lot of different game systems. The Hilton. Uh, that sounds really posh. Mm, yeah, uh, yeah. Moving on. Sounds really posh. Uh, <laughs> so uh, it, it's also the site of UK Games Expo. Well, part of it anyway, uh, and and well known amongst sort of UK war gamers, board gamers, conventions of most kinds, really, because they have a lot of space. Um, this year um, was very much a change from uh, and uh, from earlier events that may have shared a management crew. So we went from um, previously just a Proteer Press themed event to BonesCon, which was Proti Press. Uh, you'd got Guild Ball there as well. Um, you had um, oh, you got people from Battlefoam were there supporting some games. Corpus Belly. Uh, yes, yes, you did. You had Infinity there as yeah. well. Um, you had an area called the uh, the Butterfly House, I believe, which is um, something that spawned out of. Um, Oh, old man Mike on Twitter. Oh. Um, and what this is, it's a collection of games for uh, people with a butterfly mentality. The they unique snowflakes. Yes, quite. Um, so, as, as Matt's just saying, uh, they're playing stuff like Gaslands, Dark Age. Uh, there was an intention for a game of Seven TV, but I don't believe that kind of happened because uh, I don't think Mike had quite enough time to get that set up. Uh, yes, there was. Uh, God tier was very much in sort of early alpha stages. I mean, that was a game where people were coming in, playing demos of it. They'd come back the next day for another demo, and overnight, parts of the rules had been rewritten in response to how the game had been played the previous day. Wow. So over the weekend, they were saying they could see like one model who had been nerfed in four separate stages. As people um, were abusing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was it was very interesting to see. Um, now this year we had a huge um, casual play area, uh, which is kind of the, the the largest space that's available at uh, the, uh, the, uh, the Hilton. Um, and the space next to it, which was about two thirds the size again, was for the uh, competitive play. Um, and now I only really got to see the casual play area, and it was really encouraging to see that people were kind of going. Oh, okay, I'll, uh, I'll rock up, have a, have a game of War Machine. Oh, but there's a, there's a cool demo game so over there. There's a game of Gaslands. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Ooh, and they're running demos of this over there. Or they, you know, bring out something else from the car. And it was kind of, it was that coming together of a lot of existing communities of gamers and kind of just having a weekend of fun. And uh, the, the amount of prizes on offer was truly, truly special. Um, because uh, we had someone who was basically raiding everyone for every prize they got. We had something like 40 Vallejo um, paint sets. And I'm not talking like five bottles in a box and half like a half-decent brush. I'm talking like 20-odd paints in a box. And it was, you know, nice stuff as well. It's the awesome. uh, Vallejo game colour. Uh, we had uh, like full sets of the Guild Ball kickoff stuff. Um I'm going to say this now to anyone who was there and saw me at, uh, I think it was 11 p.m. on Saturday. So anyone who doesn't know the, uh, the, the, the casual play 
um, kind of situation here. You basically got a point for every hour that you played in, and there were some very nice prizes on offer. Um, and we worked out that the earliest point some of these could be claimed, which is like uh, you know a, a big battle phone bag or two, wow, um, a six by four um, table mat, um, copies of Dark Souls. You know, they were all available at one time. And um, the, the the swarming that occurred when that hour hit was incredible. I mean, there were only a couple of us on the table. I'll explain the staffing situation in a bit. But, uh, there were only a couple of us at the table, and we just saw the hordes descend upon the table. And we had to very quickly go, uh, okay, there's far more people than there are prizes. Right, okay. Whoever wants the mat, come and stand by the mat. Whoever wants Dark Souls, come and stand by Dark Souls. Whoever wants the bags, come and stand by the bags. And basically just had to dice off amongst everyone. Um, yeah, there were some people who were a bit sad because they missed out, and oh well, I've got 30 points that can't spend on much because the table's been raided other than those things but it's like oh it's a very intimidating feeling to see like 20 odd gamers running full tilt at you hoping to be the first one to get a battle phone bag for free wow <laughs> is that because they, have... they could all got 30 points because they've racked up 30 hours at the same time yeah wow. I, it's it was truly because they just... they'd all played all night <laughs> byron said yeah it was good to see from across the room and not be a part of it yeah yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, and uh, Matt said that uh, also there were uh, 40k and Malifaux being played. Um, so, yep, it, again, just adding to that that whole range of things. One thing that uh, I would say as well, and I'm jumping from topic to topic here because, you know, normally I keep such a coherent thread on these things. Um, this year we had, uh, how to put it, limited staff available. So, in previous years at uh, SmogCon, you would have seen that there were maybe... The three to four people doing competitive play. Um, three people on the smog pit desk at any one time. Yeah. And then maybe a couple of other staff wandering around. Yeah. And there were three shifts a day. And yeah, yeah. no, that, that, that didn't happen for BonesCon. We had eight people. Wow. Eight people for the whole convention. The worst part was it's the most relaxed I've ever been. <laughs> and those big conventions. Wow. Seriously. Uh, even with those numbers, the, the the numbers were more than the SmogCon that took place at uh, Guildford, um, and it was a really relaxing weekend. Because can you explain that? We we couldn't figure out why, other than by thinning out the numbers a bit. There's less people to get flustered about any one thing. I mean, we have cut back a lot on some of the admin. So if there's things like um, for the casual play area. Rather than having a computerized system that we've had in yeah. previous, what we got was uh, basically the equivalent of a sheet of paper, an ink pad, and half a potato. Why um, half a potato? Because you can stamp things with it. Okay. Um, it, it was a little bit more sort of involved in that. In that, it, I think there were um, the ink stamps that were given away with the private press leagues. Okay. Yeah. And basically, everyone on their program had a little grid, and they came along and said, "I've played in these hours," and you stamp them. And then when they Claim those points, you've crushed them out, sign them, and there we go. All wow. done. Really, really simple. Uh, I know that uh, Jason as well didn't have too much of a problem with the uh, the organised play section of the event. So, yeah, all worked out very well. Now, while I don't think there's anything being officially announced about uh, BonesCon returning next year, uh, having had conversations with John Webb, there is a strong likelihood that in some form it will return. And I think from everyone who was there and from everything I heard afterwards, 
there's a lot of desire for it to come back because you know it's not just a big war machine event it is that big community getting together and it allows people who play multiple games slightly casually to just rock up and go you know what i'm gonna have a weekend playing whatever i want that does have a lot of appeal yeah a lot more appeal than most of the other kind of very focused events i agree yeah it reminds us remind me i mean yeah it's, it's a different kind of thing entirely but it, that reminds me a lot of them the first year of smog uh yeah yeah, I would say uh, probably more pertinently Guildford, right. because that was the one where we officially supported Malifaux. We officially supported yeah. uh, Drop Time Commander. I, have to admit, got, I didn't go to that one, but yeah. We've got the Bushido Masters running there as well. I'm quite sure why I didn't go to that one, but yeah, I didn't do that one. There's probably very good reasons, but um, I, I'll, I'll actually say, recently, while uh, searching for uh, potential new venues for the anime convention I was involved with, that venue came up. I was just there going, no, no, no. There's only about 12 rooms on site and four parking spaces. No. So, nice hotel, but not ideal for what we wanted. Um, I, would, I would actively encourage anyone who's in, who sort of, you know, wants to go to, um, uh, you know, a, a big event, but not necessarily have the pressure of, like, playing 12 games of War Machine in the weekend or whatever. BonesCon is a really good event because even if all you're doing is sitting around having the bar having a bit of a chat although admittedly they did ban board games which was mm. what yes ah now th 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 this is a grudge <laughs> i have against the hilton so the hilton are i've the... played board games in their bar yes yes i think that might be why um <laughs> oh, it's all cancelled well, i was drinking is true the hilton <laughs> host uk games expo okay it is Aside from Essen, like one of the top board gaming events in Europe, oh. it's huge, and they have a really large bar, which is very, for whatever reason, their bar has banned board games. I mean, okay. talk about misunderstanding your audience. If you're forcing all those people to go elsewhere, good luck to you as your bar tab just evaporates for the evening. That doesn't make any sense at all. No, it doesn't. Because, I mean, I've sat there and played, you know, King of Tokyo while having drinks. And those drinks are not cheap. I um, I first played Battleship um, in the bar at the UK Games Expo in the Hilton. And, uh, yeah. Drunk yes, heavily. I remember you saying so very much on this podcast. And, um, I, and, I, and I did eventually get hold of Battleship and we play it quite a lot. Cool, cool. It's a cool game, by the way. Beer and pretzels, pick it up, put it down. It's a good game. But anyway. But yes, if if... If anyone wants that kind of multi-game event and BonesCon does come back, and I really hope it does, because I've I've already said to John... So before you went this year, you were like, this is my last, this is my last one, I'm not doing it again. <laughs> Kurt, how many times have I said that in relation to this podcast? Um, every other Tuesday. I think I've quit this podcast three times. True. That's, that's uh, a bit melodramatic. Come on. Stop quitting. I haven't quit in the last two years. No, that's true. Okay, you can quit after this one again. And <laughs> I'm going to get to at least 100. Okay. Um, 11 more to go. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never make it out alive. Yeah. Too bad it won't last, but nothing does. Um, hey, no. So, yes, if, if BonesCon does reappear, um, you know, I, I've already said to John, if any help that he wants um, outside of my uh, role as vice president of Hibanacon, um I will help. So you're going to say Vice President of the United States then for some reason? Did you really? I, yeah, I did, actually. The world would be a very different place if I was the Vice <laughs> President of anything important. Is um, that good or a bad thing? Uh, might turn to a, bit of a Command and Conquer situation. You never know. Oh, sweet. Tan <laughs> Tanya and 
all that shit. The Brotherhood of Nod would be on the rise. Brotherhood of um, Nod, Jesus. <laughs> well, at least we might I'll get some sleep then, mightn't we? Actually, why aren't we going to war with Russia anyway? Let's not talk politics. Oh, what? It's not politics. It's like literally going to happen. Just because it's the Cold War again, Benj. Yeah. (laughs) It's my time to shine. People are going to die. He's happy. Cans of food. Uh, Dogs and cats living together. What? Nothing. (laughs) Just Matt turns in the chat room going, Kane lives. (laughs) Nice. I'm so sad that was it West would have kind of died, been killed by EA, mm-hmm. knifed in the back of an evening. So, anyway, that is Bones Con. I encourage you to go. Yeah. All right, I might. Ben. <laughs> yeah. You said you wanted some conversation on the Welsh Masters. It's happening. Well, we know it's happening. It's hit. <laughs> is, there, is there one ticket left still, or is that it? Now it's gone. Uh-huh. I honestly don't know. If there are any tickets left, then go buy go them. On. I'd also like to say that I have never bought a ticket in advance of the Welsh Masters and gone quite a lot, and I've always managed to get a cancellation ticket. So if there are no more tickets, just get yourself on that list. <laughs> yeah, Martin will tell you if you can play. So, I mean, what what can we say about the Welsh Masters that we've not said over the last, and I'm going to say it now, seven it's, years of this podcast? It's ace. <laughs> it's ace. <laughs> It's ace. In seven years, I think we have every single year done some sort of retrospective on the Welsh Masters and gone, you know what? I really enjoyed that. That was one of my favourite events of the year. It was right right good. Firestorm Games, let's face it, that's a really good venue. It wasn't the old... Okay, the old one was a a little bit... It was all right. It was still good. But it had one of the best atmospheres in the UK, as as venues go. It was, you know... Grotty camo net everywhere, and uh, you know, Rob, the guy who owns it, you know, really did his best to bring that place up to, you know, piece by piece from what it was to what it is now, which yep. is just incredible. Then, um, Martin, um, apart from I think either one or two years where he wasn't, he, he didn't want to run it, yeah, um, yeah, he turns up and he he brings that prize pool. I mm. He just yeah, you know, I'm gonna have glass ornaments with faction logos on. And I'm gonna, I'm, I've I'm got one of ray gun that's the best painted model, and I, I'm gonna have this and that. And you just sit there and go, Martin, you are insane. This can't possibly happen. And then you turn up and you see the multiple tables laden with things, mm-hmm. and you just go, Oh no, he's not actually that insane. Oh yeah, no, he is. He, no, he is. It's just he still does that as well. Yeah. Well, it's the fact you do things like buy a load of discount end of line army books, slice the pages out, frame them, and go. There we go. We've got prints for each one of the factions. Now. Mm. I do still have my Kador wooden spoon from the first time I went there. I've got uh, a framed I'm, minion poster somewhere up there now. Yeah, I have a framed uh, Fenris. I've got a minion busting faction bit of glass over there somewhere as Best one of three, or was it two? Uh, I think it was three. Okay, uh, it's it's convergence that now gets that award. Oh. Any plans for that? You can turn up and get it. Um, Tim, unless Tim's there. Yeah, yeah, that that, that is true. Uh, I did get to play Tim at Bonescon actually. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of, I kind of half had the game under control until my army went away. Uh, <laughs> that sounds familiar. T- turns out Orion's pretty tasty. Well, I know what game you're playing now, Orion. 
Sounds like it should be a cir- circle solo. Now, his feet is very interesting because okay. it's like models with his control area, if they have a focus point on them, then all your models get an extra die of damage against them. But if they don't have a focus point on them, then all your models get an extra die on the attack roll against them. What? I hurt my head just hearing that. So basically, all your warjacks, you've kind of just got to throw the focus away and really not have any left at the end of the turn and just kind of pray. Um, all your infantry... No, they're dead. They're the, the, he's just going to hit them. Um, and then, if he's got the, uh, the battle engine as well... That just goes insane on feet turn because like okay so now i'm like five die to hit four dice of damage three shots everything dies okay fine i'll just take my stuff off the table all your stuff looks the same i don't know yeah i know some of the convergent stuff but it's, it's a little limited i don't I know to take the battle engine out, and that's really about it, because, who oh boy, that thing is a pain. That's a fairly common rule of thumb, though, isn't it? That, that is very... Um, I don't know what it does, but I'm going to try and kill it. But anyway, back to uh, the Welsh Masters. Um, if if you haven't been, it's a... was it? 128-player tournament at this point? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Don't watch it once. Benji, are you going to be there? Yeah, I'm going to be there. Yep, yep. So I'm also helping out. Um, we've got a new head judge in the form of Byron. Um, Hello, Byron. Martin is still running it and will still be running his quite crazy raffle O stuff. Um, again, if you've not been involved in the Welsh Masters raffle before, um, it's ace, it's brilliant. Buy a couple of tickets because you firstly, oh, sorry, uh, Welsh Masters 160 this year. Good lord, that's a lot of players. Um, the raffle is amazing. Yeah, buy a ticket to Welsh Masters raffle because you never know what you're gonna get. If your name is called relatively near the start, you will get some bonkers, insane, crazy-ass prizes that will be, like, ridiculously expensive. And It's Christmas! Yeah, I saw people walking away like, I bought five tickets, I've now got a full copy of Dust. That was uh, Matt Rowan you were talking about there, I believe. Yeah, back when that was, you know, Dust was the full long box of stuff. Yeah, that I'm, was I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure it was Matt who came away with a ridiculous amount of dust. Um, I, I managed to walk away with, uh, <laughs> sadly, a couple of a copy of Level 7 Escape, um, which uh, had been uh, donated to the prize pool after someone opened a review copy the night before and hated it so much, they said, Martin, raffle this off. Good. Uh, there's that. Uh, Benj, have you got anything to add on the, uh, the Welsh Masters? I'm looking forward to it. I don't know who's providing the streaming equipment this year, but it's only got better <laughs> each year. So I hope it's uh, I hope it's the Warsaw chaps. They have some good equipment. Oh, Jake and uh... yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, some uh, fancy, um, elaborate stuff. Warlords, good club. Um... Oh, that reminds me. I do need to see if they've got any tickets left for the uh, the Midlands Open because I quite like to go to that one. Because uh, yeah, yeah, I, I still need to test my double colossal list on the table. But... <laughs> see, for all this, I'm sat here painting a Land Raider. I sit here and I go, oh yeah, what was you? I quite like painting. <laughs> this is the problem. Uh, almost any set of gaming, I, I kind of want to be part of it yeah. because I, you know I have my I have my weekly RPG group. I have my weekly x-wing group you know board games if someone invites me over on a weekend i am there for board game you know it's i it, it, it's this wealth of stuff i can go and do and then kind of go yeah but i'm dipping a toe in every single one i'm just getting beat uh, yeah there was that but never mind 
although a Star Wars RPG, you know, you can't you can't really get beaten at that other than if the GM tries and kills you, and he had a damn good try this week. It was only by virtue of the fact that I've got uh, was it uh, the, the, the 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 force um, persuade ability that I was kind of just going to the, the 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 boss of the area, going, yeah, we're all friendly, and all the people who are accompanying you, they're the real Jedi. And it worked. Right yes, yes. It required some a horrible amount of dice to be rolled, um, and yeah, spent an entire fight with the boss, either trying to kill their own people or swiping at shadows. It was it was good fun. Okay, yeah, I would advise, but you know, if, if you get a chance to play Star Wars RPG, it's nice and simple. Give a crack. Good, whatever you know. Good. Uh, right. Well, that, 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 that's our main topics. Kind of um, exhausted, frankly. Good. Let's wrap up and get out. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're talking about some hobby stuff. So, uh, uh, unless you've got anything else to add on top, Benj? Uh, what? Nah. Benj, uh, we're recording a podcast. It's called Elite Card Ray. Uh, Where am I? You've, you've, you've been on it before. And normally, you're here to just complain about stuff until we go, no, Benj, you're wrong. Does it help when you've got Alex to argue with? Does that really help? It, having having an Alex to bounce off is sometimes uh, interesting because at least you get a robot voice so you can pretend he's saying anything you like. It's true. Oh, actually, so just quickly go back to the uh, Welsh Masters. Uh, I believe it's welshmasters.com or welshmasters.co.uk. Um, they are selling merchandise, so you can buy uh, T-shirts, I believe. Um, there is also a, a an insulated mug with the uh, Welsh Masters uh, logo on it. That's um, quite cool. I didn't know that. Looks quite nifty. Um, oh, I look at that. I- I'll check before we go on, because, frankly, that-, that seems like the sort of thing that would be important. So, uh, also, we've got my interest, and I'm, yeah, I haven't looked. There's also um, pictures of, of the staff this year. <laughs> oh, dear. Is that yeah, wise? I don't know. It looks like a mug shop. Group, <laughs> um, we're on it. Ooh, it there's there's, there's nine tickets left. I, I can see that. So nine of one hundred and seventy. Mike, so, there, there is the young picture of you looking very happy, like <gasps> you're enjoying playing games. Anything. Yeah. Um, so you Badly. can. Oh, there you go. You can get a heat changing faction mug and coaster. Oh, that's fourteen pounds. Uh, <laughs> is this turning into QVC? A frosted Stein. Which looks, quite frankly, a bit ridiculous, but okay, I'll allow it. Um, the travel mug. The travel mug. Uh, the, oh, and the, and the jersey. Which, which I'll be honest, looks a bit um, svelte and cut for, when, for many War Machine players, but I'm not going to get too far. Uh, um, are, yes. are you going to go all hand modelly and like wave over the various items? And... Quite a bad, mad background no. music. If you call now, you get your free... Welsh dragon car centered tattoo. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> hey, look, the Welsh Rass is a great event. I thought, you know, we could do a bit of a, a, a favor for Martin. Mention what's out there. So, welshmasters.com uh, if you're interested in any of that, or if you're interested in a ticket, there are still a, a few available. Um, I realize I haven't actually said what the date is because I keep forgetting. It's sometime uh, in May. It's one of the May, months beginning with M. And there's only May two. May 19th to 20th. Uh, there's, there's, there's no other months beginning with M, is there? No. There's only March. two. No, no, two. I'm only saying there's two. It's not like... November. November. 
Mock-tober. <laughs> Mock-tober is the month I've done Movember once and it nearly I, drove me insane. I started it and I hated it, so I yeah, no, well, no, see, I'm you not doing it. First, so I wouldn't have thought it'd be so bad for you. I, I really hate this day. itchiness. This is not nice, and I can't do that. Just because I go without shaving a holiday for a week is not the same as going for a month. Kurt, if you got a pair of aviators and a and a giant bushy moustache, you would definitely look 90% more German. That's such a selling point you've made there. I'm not going to comment on it. I don't know where to what, go from I, that, Benj. Thank what, you. you. Because my name's German. Is that why you think that? No, no, no. It's just the moustache and the glasses would definitely... You'd look like a 1970s counter-terrorist operative. I was just thinking, assuming you were going for a Top Gun reference there, but you didn't go there, sir. No, no, no. No, I've would just you, been playing... Would you feel the need to say, I moustache you a question? Oh, my God. <laughs> I've just been playing a lot of Rainbow Six Siege, and there's a lot of Germans with Adidas gear on. Fair enough. Fair enough. Never mind. Okay. Well, I think we've we've, we've finished that segment now. Uh, we finished. <laughs> we, we finished our advertorial for uh, Welsh Masters merch. By we apologise for the low quality elite card rate. It's a Friday evening. We don't usually record on a Friday evening. I think that's what it is. Have we'll record it on a Friday evening because Benj has a problem. It's not as bad yeah. as what's the problem. We already discussed it. Yeah, we have. Well, at least it's not a Saturday. Do you remember that one? Just crack another booster. And... <laughs> oh. They do smell nice. Have you I ever remember a Saturday? Us? They smell oh. of headaches. That's what they smell of. What? Do I you don't remember a Saturday recording. We've done a Saturday recording. It wasn't yeah, great. I'll take your word for it. It wasn't our well, finest quality. At least it wasn't episode nine. No, no, no. Anyway, oh. let's move on to some hobby stuff. So, um, actually. First in the lineup this time is Bench. Uh, I have painted some Space Marines and some cards. I haven't painted the cards. That would be <laughs> that would be the end. Of These the are season. swamps. I'm going to paint the faces black. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's good. Black, 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 black. <laughs> I I play I play black whites. Black. <laughs> if you've never seen was it the fast show that did that yeah one? i know yeah, yeah i know it's the one it's the shadow under the woods the shadow i just get a little bit of black yeah i think i think you need a little bit of black high- black, black! black yeah i know yes yeah fine <laughs> great yeah. at what point do we actually become tiresome by doing this i don't know about four uh, years ago yeah, oh, yeah definitely yeah people still yeah. keep listening three or four people keep listening it's yeah. all right. That that keeps the lights on, and Mike's what twenty pence per hosting or something. It's 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 a couple of dollars a month I pay for this. A couple of dollars. Yeah. When did we move to dollars? Since we moved to Amazon Web Storage. Oh, because it's cheap. Really, really cheap. Yeah, I know about that. That's that's we use. They're, they're not even sponsors. AWS. It's cheap. Yeah. There's something about work and that. I've got to do something with that. Ah, oh, never mind. Yes, my, my work transferred all its stuff to AWS at the weekend. Guess what? It broke. Did it break? It really, <laughs> really broke. <laughs> Are you still at that? So yeah, advertising is cheap, but it breaks. Have you? Have you? Have you? Have you got? Are you still at that place, or have you gone back to the old place? No, no. I I I work for um, what is now the Park Now Group. What Park Now? Yes, Park Now. Park now, where, park here. Where can you park? Don't care. Just anyway, Benj, okay. uh, Yeah, um, I quite like Space Marines again. It feels like I'm regressing. Um, Primaris are fun to play, aren't they? They're just fun. Well, I haven't played what, them yet. What, what but this? What's kind of what what what's feeding this? Uh, <laughs> what's feeding this addiction? Um, 
<laughs> well, it's plastic crack. It's alternative from cardboard crack, I guess. Um, I don't know. Um, Everybody else is doing it, and I felt left out. Uh, yeah, that that's one of the main reasons, I guess. Um, looking for more casual wargaming where you don't want to throttle your opponent and like wear their head as a another head. I'm there with you on that. Um, I I think the last tournament that I played um, for War Machine kind of turned me off that kind of interaction. So I just want something more casual. Do you mean fun? Do you mean just something fun? Yeah, yeah. I want something fun. more fun than my opponent like staring at me like I was just basically like no, shit on children. his face. Mm. And yeah, I, yeah. It's got a no. very different events bench. What? What do you mean? <laughs> I get paired up with these people. Even John said, God, I wish that guy hadn't turned up. We were hoping that guy hadn't turned up. Well, that's great. I get paired against them. You know, that's the first tournament back of the, you know, and this is apparently the, the local asshole. So, you know, that's great. You're, You're a magnet for these people. Yeah, that's exactly. What what I was yeah, I think this is like massive amounts. It's not the of... first time, let's be fair, is it? It's not. Hang on. Are, are TOs purposefully pairing you with these people? I think I would. people don't want me to play games. <laughs> they do. They definitely do. Are you sure about that? Yeah, they do. But it's like you keep playing games against people like that and get cross. <laughs> okay. It's um, quite funny watching you get cross. No, or fall asleep. I can't decide much more. Have I got... You haven't seen... Have you seen me get cross in person? Not in person. On, uh, I, audibly, though. Oh, uh, Yeah. Um, quite upset, I think you're slowly up more and more like you're that you know like you're being boiled. Um, <laughs> alive. Trying to get more and more red. I guess. Are you sure that's not just from like walking a lot? Uh, could Pace, be pacing to calm down. Doesn't work. Could be. I mean, yeah, I I, I, what I have to do is watch you. You know, as you watch Jim Stark play a game, right? Okay. Against oh, I don't know some other. Hyper competitive person who has a tendency to knock models slightly forward while measuring. Um, <laughs> isn't that anybody? Isn't that anybody in the pro scene now in War Machine? Wait, 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 wait. You want to watch Jim Stark play against someone who knocks models forward when moving them? I like that. Does he play anything at the moment? Uh, yeah, I think he played Destiny, I think. Okay. I thought he played oh, 40k. That's really good. No, but no, I think he just played 40k as well, yes. But no, watching watching you sort of as you judge that game, but maybe kind of gag you while you're watching it so you can't interject. Um and just see how angry you get then. That that will give me a good baseline to work from. I I I I don't know. I'm turning into one of these people that's a bit of a sort of um social snowflake in in these types of I don't want to offend people. I don't I don't want to get into arguments. But at the same arguments. time, you want to shout the C word right in their face. Yeah, like, all right, okay, so... It's really therapeutic, I can recommend it. Well, I'm going to tell this story, because we, we... You said Content, I could have, excellent. You, could, you said I could have a little bit of magic time. I'm only going to refer to the game that we were playing that we was magic, but the, the, the social situation was pretty bad. Um, in that We've now got this person who somebody brought along to a group of people who've known each other for a long time and are playing Magic now just as a casual thing on, like, a Wednesday night. We still kind of try hard a bit, so some a, of us. This is a new group for you, then, you're saying, right? Well, great. no, they're friends. They are people that I've known for a long time, and we've done lots of different activities, and, and we've decided to play Magic, like, on a Wednesday night just as a relaxing kind of thing. And then a friend brought a friend, and the friend was great. 
the friend then brought another friend uh, who was a bit of an asshole. And so we play the first game against this guy, and a lot of the new, a lot of people are quite new to Magic, so they don't know all the interactions of the cards. This fucking this game's been going on since 1995. So, and and this guy doesn't read out his cards or what the cards, you know, the interactions that they have. He just does that's, things. That sounds familiar. Um, and so he just does things, and people are left like. Well, what, what's going on here? And because it's a casual environment, they're drinking beer, they're not really paying attention, and then they're being hit for like 24 damage and lifelink yeah, with trample. And everybody's like, what the fuck? Um, and so we had another game of this, and the atmosphere, we... So what had happened was we actually had started another a chat group without this guy who'd been added to it by somebody. Um, and we were decided like, yeah, we won't mention anything. We'll just keep going. Turns up again because he asked his friend. And and so we were sat there. The atmosphere is pretty... I'm not the only person with the problem with this guy either. Everybody else is kind of just getting on with it. One person has this cringe sort of face because he had to sit next to him. And yeah, it was just really a very unpleasant atmosphere. And so I don't want to have unpleasant times gaming. Do you have a polite conversation with the guy and point out what he's doing? Which uh, his friend has done that already. Right. Um, has it has no. He's just he 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 is actually just a smug, horrible person. He's the kind of person that put me off war gaming. Essentially, basically, almost every group anywhere ever has that guy. Yeah, wait, I know. Wait, wait, wait. wait. If, if you don't think know who that if, guy is, if you, you think your guy. group doesn't have one, it's you're you. that you're that person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's the fear. That is also the, the secondary fear oh. as well. Is are you making that environment yourself toxic oh. by being, you know, and. I just don't know really what I kind of want now from... I know that I don't want War Machine. I don't want hyper-competitive gaming all the time. You can play War Machine casually. It is tricky, but you can Are do you it. sure? I know people you, that do think... and part of groups on Facebook that do it. Mm. I, I, think, I think it's harder to play War Machine casually. Um, I think you have to choose, your, choose who you play with and play inside groups that all agree to play casually. Yeah. I think... Yeah, you, you, I mean... Yeah. And that's the, that's the same as a lot of other games. You've got to have that kind of social contract of saying, "Look, we're just going to play with what we have, or we're going to play, you know, slightly fluffy." If you're and... all in the same position and you all have families and commitments and don't have the time to invest in getting that competitive, that it stays at that sort of level. Mm. But then you only need somebody to come in and go, "I bought all this and I've done this and I've read this." Well, it's it's like with RPGs. Every group, you'll kind of have that that spectrum. And at one end will be the person who um, they never kind of declare what they're doing in a turn, but they'll describe everything they're doing in like a lot of detail and will have to be reminded by the GM, can you roll some dice? Mm. On the other end of the spectrum, you will have the munchkin. The, the, this, this spectrum's the autism spectrum, isn't it, right? No. Well, no, no. I think no. it can literally, seriously... No. It, it looking at people, they are peop there are people that fulfill these roles and it is based on their almost level of autism. No. I, I, I disagree. I mean it may be a contributing factor, but I don't think it's the only one. Mm, okay. Uh, well 
Well, take, for example, the guy that I actually... So I was buying these boosters tonight, and I ended up striking up a conversation with a guy who had exactly the same interest in Magic as I do, which is playing the Commander format. And and the people... But the people that were in the shop before who also enjoyed the same hobby that I have were absolutely the other end of the spectrum from this guy. They were completely socially, like, awkward. One of them was, like, shuffling, looking at their cards, being really quiet. The other one was being loud, flamboyant, and annoying. Um, and and then... I'm sorry, are you describing me and Nick, or I, what? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen you play games. You won't play games. Uh, well, I'm sorry, <laughs> Oh, come on, come on. The one time you were a cop, what happened? Yes, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the, the one time I was going to come to you, I inconsiderately got a leg infection <laughs> and was unable to stand. Exactly. How kind of rule of me to do a bait and switch by crippling myself? <laughs> the lengths you will go to to get out of gaming. Next time, Bench, I'll call the ring and ride. I'll get a wheelchair around so I can come I around got a ramp. and run over your foot. <laughs> I haven't got a ramp yet. I'll get a ramp. Um, no, I guess I guess I'm just being extreme. But um... no, I mean, I, I do think you've got a point, and I do think that any kind of any gaming group has that range of personalities. But it's kind of it, it's almost assembling the group of people you want a, a, around you. Dun, 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 dun. What? I mean, I know that the the group I go to for RPGs, they are it, it's 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 a very loose group, and to be honest, half of it we're there for like just a, a general natter, because we're all kind of professionals with like fairly middlingly intense jobs, and we just want something that's a bit a bit out there, a bit of fun, and that we can go to. And an RPG in the middle of the week is a nice bit of relaxation. No one takes it uber seriously. There's a lot of, uh, this is what the rules say, but I don't really care. Yeah, it sounds cool. Do it. Um, and uh, in, at the end, isn't that all that we're here for? Yes. Yes. I, I'm also there to live dreams where I managed to get 35 humans on the table. Um, but, but yeah, I, I, well, that's the thing as well. I guess some of those, I mean, I don't win every game and... I only won the one last week because it was very. It was it, that one went on for ages, um, but it was. It, it's just comfortable, you know. Everybody there is a friend. Everybody knows that we're there for for a reason, and this guy doesn't. It doesn't fit that kind of mold. Yeah. Um, and it's hard to kind of say to somebody that's just been brought in like that. Um, especially when the person that actually brought him into the environment didn't like him either. In well, why did he game. do that then? I it's, don't know. It's a very dark turn. I don't know. I don't know. It, it was interesting, and I've tried to to dissect it. And like everybody else, yeah, I don't like him either. Then why did you bring him then? Don't. I don't. He, he gets. There asked. are a lot of people who do it through social obligation. I think it's, the it's, whole. It's, thing, it's, it's that very British thing of saying to someone. You must come round for dinner. I see. I, I, I swear, my Britishness fails me at that yeah. point. Right um, at that point. And I think that's the reason that other people haven't said as much or won't say anything. It's because of that over-politeness, or not wanting to be the person that says that. Do you want me to come round? No, it's all right. Thanks. <laughs> You're bad. Because um, I'm, wor- I'm worse than him. It's fine. I understand. And... I, I can understand. I mean, the first time 
that I went to one of those board gaming sort of social things as well. They're quite awkward as well because you're trying to size up the dynamics there. And if you don't go with a friend, it can be even more awkward, especially if you're playing a, a semi-competitive game. As well. Have you thought about going with the trousers on? <laughs> I mean, is that that is that meeting new people is awkward? I think that is definitely what I'm saying. Without um, established pro- without established protocol. Without yeah, yeah. and that, that that that's fair. I mean, the first time I went to uh, the club in Newbury like four years ago, and I just took like you know my, my little tray of X-wing along, and there's four people. It's like I don't know which one of you I was talking to on Facebook. I'll just hang around the table for five minutes and hope someone addresses me. That sounds hmm. cool. Um, but, but in a tournament situation, see, I, I have a composite the other way. But in a tournament situation, you get paired up with somebody. You have about five minutes to try and size that person up, and you have to interact with that person for the length of 45 to 50 minutes to get something Sorry, out of the game. This whole thing of equating tournaments to speed dating, and it's just got weird in my head. Uh, well, <laughs> it kind of actually is if you break it down a little bit. Yeah. yeah. You've, you've got to reach a level of a social contract with a person to but actually some people get... Actually... Some people will play a game and get to know someone, and some people will play a game. And I remember introducing two people that from different circles at one of the smog cons uh, uh, in the open. And I'm like, "Did you get on well? Did you have a laugh? Did you get uh, yeah?" And the guy had forgotten his name in like ten seconds, and ten minutes later, and didn't. And it's like, "Oh, you played against him earlier on. Oh, was that? Oh, okay. Without naming any names in any regard. And you're like, okay. So neither of them are that communicative, and neither of them are that chatty. But they're both chatty with me. But they don't, you know, meet new people and chat. Yeah, yeah. Whereas you know." I talk. So anyway, that, that that's your hobby section, Benjamin. That's my that's my hobby section. The di, di, divert. I feel I feel we need a new section. I feel I think we need a section just for for some kind of of Benji's rant type section. Is it really what a really rant grind, What really grinds Benji's gears? Or like <laughs> it's the exact same thing. Is it really a is it really a rant? It's more of a I think it should be though. Question. It's, it's, I think it's Benji's random commentaries. I just wonder if I'm. I think it needs a more catchy name. We have to work on that. I'm just wondering if I'm alone in this thinking, in this thought process. Am I so alien to this? uh... I don't think you are, Bench. I don't think you are. Um... So am I the only one that voices voices it? Are people having these dilemmas actually in their head when they get to a to a war gaming table, or are they that fixated on the game that they don't give a shit? As in, actually, you know, how do I talk to the person across the table? How do I deal with this situation? That I've been put in. I'll, I'll be honest. I deal with it the same way I've been dealing with Paul for the last, let's say, 10, 15 years, which is kind of just say hi and move from there. I'm um, Ed Winchester. <laughs> I'm Ed Winchester, yes. No, I'm not. And I don't know why I said that. Um, Maybe it's just got to a level where I just can't be asked anymore. And I, I, found it, I, I, will I found say it hard. I found it hard when I first did it. Yeah, I found it hard when I went to my first event on my own. So when I didn't go, we had no one else to go with. So when I think the first one I went on my own was one in Firestorm, a small one in Firestorm. And I dealt with that by emailing Rob and emailing Martin. So when I turned up on the door, I didn't know no one, but I didn't really know either of them. This is before my Twitter really exploded the way it has in the hobby sense. And, and so, I don't know. I mean, I haven't been for a while, but... Mm, um... No, I, I, I know. I've been, I've been like that, but more... I've been more reserved in the last couple of years, uh, less willing to be kind of open. I don't know why. I, I mean, find gaming, I find gaming events a relaxed social environment. I don't think there is a protocol such, but there is that kind of social contract that Mike was talking about. So I don't find I try and have a conversation and try and make it a bit more chatty. We're on the clock usually things as well, so you try and. But I try and have a, some kind of 
come away from the table having at least felt like I've met the person at least. Mm. Yeah. I, to be honest, it's got to a stage where it kind of felt like, because um, I used to do um, airsofting, and a lot of the people that were going to those kind of events as well were not the type of people in the ends that you kind of really wanted to that i particularly really want had anything in common with they were very much like sporting type of people they talked about you know football beer and you know what have you and yeah and it you know newbury because amongst the x-wing players there there is a big um airsoft community Oh, okay. Yeah, there is some cross like, intersectionality or whatever the fuck it is between intersectionality. Hobbies. I like that. I, I don't even know what that word means. Intersectionality. Using it right, Bench. No, carry on. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Um, because a lot of these hobbies do tend to overlap because people they're they're kind of. It's a different kind of geek, isn't it? It's different yeah, kind it's of corner. Different, different kind of X-wing has a massive overlap with lots of different things. Mm, Usually does. involving people with too much money. I mean, you oh, see really? them. Is that what it is? It's yeah. quite funny when you see them at the like MCM Comic Cons and stuff like that. You see airsofters dabbling in cosplay because it is essentially basically cosplay. Yeah, are, and they look. Some of them look completely scared out of their minds by the actual cosplayers walking around with giant swords that are about twelve foot long, made out of cardboard. You know, it's um, it's just interesting. <clears throat> you having mentioned MCM. Um, as part of the convention running community, I can only thank Reed Pop for turning up and whacking a big old chunk on all the tickets for MCM because that's really made everyone else's lives a lot easier. What? Uh, What's going on? Uh, okay, so Reed Pop bought MCM Expo um, or uh, Comic Con as they've been running as for the last couple of years. Yeah. Uh, Reed Pop are the guys who uh, own things like Star Wars Celebration. Okay. Uh, yeah, they're a big events company, and the first thing they did was kill off a load of the uh, smaller um, convention type events, and then whack like was it twenty, thirty quid on a weekend ticket to uh, MCM Expo? What? Yeah, the prices have gone through the roof. So that means the value prospect of all the little fan run conventions. Goes up. Is so much higher, yeah. Because, um, yeah, I mean, we've 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 had to increase a little bit since last year because um, costs. overheads are a thing. <laughs> We'd like not to go bankrupt. I'll be yeah. honest. That, that we had enough left in the account to do the uh, d- the deposit for this year's event, and that's a good start. We lost less than we thought we would. Um, but yeah, read pop. Oh boy, there's a lot of anger at them online. It's amazing. What, what about like a single sort of ticket for one day? Are they similar or what for MCM? Yeah, for MCM, they've all so gone I... up. Ev- oh. ev- every single ticket across the board has gone up. It was already starting to get a bit outrageous because you're basically paying to shop. Yeah, I, I, I don't think there's any contested. I mean, okay, there's, there's a couple of events, but I'm, um, I mean, I never was there to are the panels as well. Yeah, there are panels, but they're it's mainly the shopping, it's mainly. Uh, a culmination of a lot of uh, geek stores, online vendors, and things like, and people just trying to shift a load of shit. Um, and um, 
Although the cinema thing, I did really want to go to those, but they were never on at the right times. And the uh, the weekend ticket for MCM London, as far as I'm aware, is about seventy quid. Uh, I'm out. Uh, well, I'm out even if there's a slight increase on the single ticket because it was already yeah. Your pains are going to London as well. So. Your your day priority tickets are now, if you include the ticket fee, almost thirty quid. <laughs> and if you, um, if you don't want the priority, they're about twenty quid. I went to Hyper Japan. They haven't bought that. That was quite. I quite like. What? Yeah, that's a bit of a pain to get to. It's not at the tobacco dock now. It's gone back to where it was, which is... Is that the Victoria Centre or oh, something? Earl's Court? No. Anyway... That got, it, got a bit it, demolished. Uh, either way, it looks good. Uh, and that's, that's a good alternative, because the same kind of shit goes there as well, and more Japanese cultural stuff as well. Has that actually been knocked down? I think it was closed, but it's actually been knocked down. What? That was cool. I, I, I think it's in, in the process of being redeveloped. I think it was going to be, but yeah, I wasn't sure if it had been or not. Let's have a look at um, Actually, where is it? <sighs> this, this, this is the problem with London. It's always being like knocked down, rebuilt, wh- whatever. So it's everywhere else. Oh, it's, yeah. a, it's at the Olympia this year. I was going to say that, actually. I wasn't sure if you could say Olympia, but yeah. But, yeah, it's... Demolition Work at All's Court started in 2014. There you go. Oops. It's been a while. I've walked uh, past it since then and noticed no difference. The food is really good at Hyper Japan as well. Just uh, yeah, because it comes from the Japanese Cultural Center, doesn't it? I love it. Well, it's, yeah, there's a lot of different Japanese food stands, um, and I love the food that the, the Japan Center does. Oh. I believe you can get some. What is it? Karage. I don't know. I'm just all about the. I'm just all about the the katsu Actually, curry. That's fried chicken, but yeah, I, I'm about the katsu curry, the veggie katsu curry. That's that's what I like. Uh Anyway, anyway, we went shit yeah. wide on the hobby thing. Sorry. Well, yeah, that's Hello. what they see before like midnight. Mm. So, Kurt, hobby. Hello. Um, I, I've been doing some hobby, yes. Um, yeah. Mainly, uh, well, I'm seeing intermittent brush licking. I, I'm painting a Land Raider at the moment. Good well, love. What the hell is that on the front? Well, it's a Chaos Achilles, which you can't buy. Let's have a look. Wait, wait, wait. I can't see. It looks see. like you stuck a Coke can to the front. Well, not quite. I'm oh, my God. I thought it was a penis. No. Is that a well, Chaos Achilles has a massive cannon on the front. So it has a big <laughs> soul burner bombard. So I went I, overboard. I'm sorry. On a closer inspection, it's either a Land Raider bong or a baked bean can has just Dude. landed on your Land Raider. <laughs> it's a, a bit of a homage to old orc conversions. I quite like it. Um, it, needs, it needs skulls. Probably does need more skulls. Um, it is. Uh, you can't buy the model, the Achilles um, Chaos. So um, it's got a soul burner bombard that does. D two D three mortal wounds or two D three attacks that all do mortal wounds. So I'm like, need a big cannon on the front because I have one. I'll, I'll be honest, that is entirely in keeping with forty k. Yeah. Like, just make it as ridiculous as you well, can, and it, it probably still as, is not ridiculous enough. It doesn't look as silly. I think it, it looks sillier on camera than it does in reality. It's harder to get the kind of a. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it no, needs. It, it doesn't look as ornate as the tank itself. You need to put some spikes on it or something. Well, I haven't painted anything on it yet because I'm usually handling it because it's quite. It's kind of um, yeah. <laughs> You're handling the pipe. Yeah. Um, wow. But um, yeah, it's an old Land Raider. So the Land Raider is I don't know how old that is. Um, Fifteen years old at least. Um, and I thought I thought it'd gone long ago. It was a corn Land Raider, so it's had a massive amount of conversion applied to it. The doors pulled off of it, and uh, uh, yeah. So I've been painting that. I also put um, some base coats on Magnus earlier on um, for the first time. But I've been pa- I'm dancing around painting like a mag, but like a um, 
magpie at the moment. Um, I'm not really finishing anything, so I need to get on and finish some stuff. But playing, really got back into Thousand Sons and painting Thousand Sons and having a lot of fun with it. Hey, that's the important thing. And, and I mean, to be honest, it look it looks good. So yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it a lot. Um, also, my um, I did kind of stall on finishing my um, Death Watch, but I'll go back to that at some point as well. I haven't finished the um, the Flyer, the Corvus Black Star. That's just primed. That needs some attention. But um, I got distracted. New things came out. The Mutilus Vortex Beast really, really conflicted and just drew me back to getting back into Thousand Suns and Zinch. And, and the Codex, really. Everything in the Codex. It's you and your magpie gamer attitude. That's what it is. It, it is. It really is. But at least everything on my table is currently 40k, I think. think. You think. You finally got there. I, I think. Um, um, there probably is some more machines still. I'm buried under some of it. <laughs> uh, and, and to be honest... If you go digging on this desk, you will find right at the back some circle. That kind of point. Yeah, I'll paint this. No. Madrek, the re-sculpt of Madrek 1 might be under there somewhere. Um, I don't know where else. Um, but also, um, I don't know if I, not sure if I talked about it last time, but the Rail Raiders Infinite, did I talk about that last time? Did I had that last time? Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah I can't remember. Um, and I'm currently waiting on, hopefully, um, uh, Green Horde should arrive. The initial box has arrived for Green Horde any, any day, pretty much. I've, I've just realised this is the, actually the third podcast in a row where you talked about Rail Raiders Infinite. Because right, every single time I've had that thought of, oh, my man, Ian's got a copy of that. And it's like, no way, I've edited that, I'm sure. It's getting this weird sense of deja vu all over again. Well, I think one was when it was about to arrive, then one when it did, we played it, and then, uh, yeah. But yeah, cool. I've mostly been playing 40k, even with the children as well. Got um, and I, Oh, i tell you what I have painted as well. Here, this is what I've also painted. Because um, my eldest has got into play, painting uh, playing Harlequins. My youngest, who is seven, wanted to do some Space Marines because she wants to keep it simple to Space Marines, but she wanted them to be the right colour for her. So can we get that so we can see it? Hello. I, I remember seeing this on your uh, Twitter, yes. Oh, yeah. Well, it's when you see them before they get painted when they're just primed. <laughs> so they're, they're primed, basically sprayed uh, quite a fairly bright baby pink. And then, um, yeah, added bits and pieces. She, I wanted to kind of do something simple with Space Marines. She wanted to play Space Marines. I just want to do it simply, and I bought a basic box of um somebody's Primaris that they want to just shift on from their Dark Imperium box. So that's that done for my um my youngest, so she can play Hawk Lords, turning into Hawk Lords, pink Hawk Lords. Keep getting people into the game, young. I see that's uh... yeah. They yeah, play. We'll it's all good. Yeah, it's good fun. Oh bollocks! I've just remembered something. So I was going to try and pick up Shin Godzilla. Bollocks. You, you Sorry. There are places on the internet you can do that, then. Yeah, I know. I just wanted to pick up the DVD and watch it tonight. But are, we doing, are we doing any other business separately? I mean, this is any other business, pretty much. So. This is any other business. In that case, I'd like to say how excited I am for the return of Monpok. Uh, yes, that was a big announcement. I know it's going to be... I, quite, I think it looks better, in a sense. It'll be, it looks, it's supposed to be bigger, although the scale is somewhat misleading. 75 millimeter scale, what does that mean? Does that mean that they're three feet high? I'm not sure. Um, I thought that was Pacific Rim that did the 75 mil scale. Yeah, I'm that sure was. Said, I'm sure it said 75. Was that on, oh, was that on the Pacific Rim one? That oh, was the Pacific yeah. Rim one. Yeah. Sure. I, still, I still think that's... When Nick posted about it, you're like... Oh, you're right, it was that. Blowing the tissue. I can't imagine why I'm doing that. They're not, so, not like they're similar in any way. <laughs> it's not like you've gone mad. Man, I, I think what they mean by that is 75 mil. I know. the eye on the Jaeger. Yes, I imagine that's what they do mean. Yeah, <laughs> but that's not the size of a human being, is it, or a man? It's no, like, oh, no. <laughs> it's like seventy-five millimeter scale, so it stands four foot high. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I quite like the private press, Matilda Montpark, it being. 
bigger scale than it was before and being painted and being resinous plastic looking from the vague pictures we've seen, little videos we've seen. I, I'm excited. Yeah, want some of that. Well, you loved the original, didn't you? I, I didn't really get I to did. play it. So. I've still got loads of the original, but yeah, it's in the loft. I love it. It's a bit, sh- a bit of a shame that the that stuff wasn't interchangeable. You, you have to buy these new models. There'll be, there'll be a reason for that. It's apparently scale-wise. So. Yeah, but there'll be. Uh, there, I think the reason will be connected why it was stopped in the first place. But we're not going to go into that. But yeah, well, nobody knows. We're all speculating anyway, so we don't know why. But um, yeah, yeah I, I'm excited. It looks really good. For what I've seen in the video. Um, I, I will say there is actually a picture for scale on their uh, on their website. Um, <clears throat> all together. Yeah, so you've got what is it? It's uh, size comparison: new Defender X, original Defender X, and Growlar from War Machine. Oh, cool. So, the new Defender X is about twice, nearly quarter of an inch taller than the old one. Oh, okay. So not so big, not so much of a difference. Okay, only slightly. And then, then there's about an eighth of an inch between the top of that's head and the top of the Growlar's smoke. Okay, so it's not huge at all. No, I expected it to be more than that. Okay, so, I thought I thought it'd be bigger. I thought it'd be almost twice the size of the old one. Yeah. The way they was talking. Is no. um, is the Return of Mompot? Uh, do they still own a movie license or something? I, I, I think the re- the reappearance of Monster Apocalypse might be related to the expiration. <laughs> Pacific Rim Two, because um, uh, yeah, I think that the, 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 like the grand speculation has always been the movie was licensed. Uh-huh. Then Pacific Rim moved into production, so Monpot got held off on. But the sales of new mini- the sales and creation of new miniatures was tied to that movie, right? At a guess. Uh, I now, think there was a, I think there was another element around copyright infringement. Quite possibly. Well, they did have um, not Godzilla and not King Kong, didn't they? Yes, I think I mean, there's King, King Kong lines that were a bit close at this point. But Godzilla, not so much. Um, so it's yeah, it's a legal minefield thing that looks like it's occurred. Um, Wait, did you say occurred or occurred? Oh God, what's it doing? Occurred, as okay. in the Latin occurred. Oh, I thought you said occurred, like a Kurdish person, and I was like, what? What's that got to do with anything? Ben, have you ever considered getting your ears syringed? I have actually self-syringed my ears once. Violently, perhaps. Uh, well, what came out of there? Perhaps with a poker. Did come uh, out of there violently. Where's the picture, then? Where's the picture? Where's the picture? Where's the picture? I wish oh, I could take What? Of my wax? Com, and it's well, in the FAQ. Not my wax, Makes good radio to go to websites and read them while you're talking on a podcast. <laughs> um, okay. So, so ah, it's so scary. What? You've got your new monster pocket. Was there anything else in your any other business? It's been so, so long that I had actually forgotten that was the name of this segment. So, I know, only because I wasn't sure if it's a separate segment to the hobby segment. That's why I was just checking. I wasn't sure. I, I get confused. We've been doing several incarnations of this. I don't know what's what. Oh, I see the pictures now. Oh, it's not much bigger than the old one. Okay, I like that. But it is missing the base, so it will probably be a little bit bigger again. But the handset—that's said... very much that's very much workable in, with old models well, in, your, this, in the privacy of your own living room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They have they have said no, it doesn't work with the models. I'm like, really? yeah, people will anyway. Because so... I've got a box full of them. I might buy. I'll buy some. The new ones look much better. Although, yeah. The models will no come no longer come pre-assembled and painted. More hobby. What? I think that's a, that's a big draw of that game that's gone away. Are you sure? Most of the people were like, oh, this is kind of cool. I don't think there were that many people that were sold on the collectible element. No, but they did like the pre-painting. Yeah, but the whole, they didn't look that great. Like the whole... Oh, okay. 
this is the thing. If it comes pre-painted, then like most people are like, oh cool, so you just play. Yeah, look, Mike, yes. if you were if you were if you were right in your assessment, then some let's go hypothetically Star Wars spaceship game will be the biggest selling game ever, and it's just not true. <laughs> in what in what kind of wacky universe would that happen? <laughs> exactly, a pre-painted Star Wars spaceship game would never sell. I don't know where you get these stupid ideas. Are you, to, sure? to, are, are you sure? Because people buy those models and put awful paint jobs on them. Yeah, most, that, people that, that, most people don't. Most people don't, though. You, you can just play out the box, which most people are like, really happy to do. do. But if you want to go that extra step, if you want to go the hobbyist, people do convert them. People do paint them. If you and do want actually, to ruin your models. They're actually in a state where the paint on them is thin enough that you can just go over it. You don't even really need to strip them back. No, you can just... Also, you can make highlights and slight adjustments and recolorations and just kind of wash them and do things with them without massively dramatically changing them. And I've done a few bit of that. It's really, really good. The amount of uh, versions of uh, Black One that came out before yeah. the model came out. Loads. <sighs> which which means it's kind of dodgy. It's like, so So I have a black X-Wing? Is that a different thing to the other X-Wing? No, they're the same, just different repaints. Oh, okay, fair enough. I've got um, my IG-88. One's orange, one's blue. Yeah. Because I painted one. I, mean, I do know someone who all their rebel stuff is repainted so the highlights are blue because they like having rebels with blue uh, on them. I've got um actually I've got a squadron of um X Wings that are they've got blue highlights, blue um colour stripes on them because of what I blue squadron. Yeah. After watching so, Red One. <laughs> but I, I mm, I'm 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 yeah. Monpot looks interesting, but another hobby game. So it probably won't happen for me. But it, it might because I like because I like the game a lot and like yeah. I enjoyed that a lot. Um I, Depends on what they do with the rules as well, I think. Yeah, very true. And if you've got the whole hyper up thing, how you're going to paint a second version is more tricky. I don't know how you're going to do that. If you know what I mean, you're going you to do duplicate models, but the clear plastic bits and pieces and really made that. I don't know how they're going to do that unless you get one that I don't know anyway. But yeah, who knows? We'll find out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anything else on the uh, any other business? Cool. Uh, you? How about I you? As for myself, uh, I did get uh, a game in at BonesCon, played Tim, lost horribly. So, yeah, that's the thing. Uh, other than that, I, I did see a game that was doing the, the rounds a lot at uh, BonesCon, and that was Shadespire, which I thought, okay, that, that, that looks interesting. It's uh, like a small GW game, so it's a bit like, I don't know, Mordheim, probably. And then I looked at the rules and went, oh, no, this this is a lot more like Blood Bowl, but, but with objectives on it. Small board and okay, then looked into some more and it's got fixed uh, gangs. So you you paint four or five models and you you're done. There's a deck building element, so you can choose to vary up your strategies depending on what you feel your your side's good at or what. And just kind of going into it, it's like this is more and more a game that looks like it was written for me. Um, so I picked it up. Um, so, I thought you liked hobbying. I do like... Uh, this is the thing. I, I like the end result of hobbying. The process of getting there, however, can be somewhat tedious. Um, especially if I have to paint, like, 50 models all the same. I just... I lose oh, no. my round. I'm never doing that yet. That's, I mean, I think that was the, the draw for War Machine for all of us to an extent, wasn't it? Initially, yeah. Initially, before we start painting six or seven units. Yeah. One, one of the best things that I've found about Shades Bar so far, every single model in every single gang squad whatever um is unique because it has to be because every single model relies on the silhouette on the card so they have to stand out um and yeah i mean i, I for, for the first time i've picked up some skaven and they looked kind of nice and i'm just a bit ratty mm. yeah 
putting a bit of, putting a bit of paint on those. Not much on them too far. Uh, and yeah, yeah, the fact that you got one, which is this is just a standard model, comes with a, like a little bit of a scenic base. And yeah, cool. It's a very dynamic pose, kind of leaping over an archway that's crumbling, and it's it's nice. <laughs> and also, plastic models that fit together easily. Oh yeah. Utter, I mean, a little bit of a pain to get off the sprue, but I really love GW plastics. After no, I am. It's, it's it's quite interesting. We talk to people who have have been hobby a fairly reasonable amount of time. So let's say ten years, and yet, but they, so they've got used to this. They've been used to this new GW plastics and this new way of modelling and everything else. And um, I was in a GW, and somebody started. We, took, we had a brief conversation. We were talking about old models, and I mentioned the um the Demon Prince. So yeah. I managed to pick up an old Demon Prince on eBay. And they were talking about how horrendously horrible it was to put together. And actually, we talked about a bit about Hordes and War Machine and how horrendously horrible they are to put together. It's like, you've been so spoiled by these new plastics that just go, click, oh, look. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, every time I I go to a blister, I pick out a metal model, and there's just a thought of, oh, God, what have I got to pin on this? Yeah. So the Harlequins are amazing. They fit together, and you think, how does that glue to that? It's like the foot is sculpted into this base, the scenic base, and then it connects somewhere around the knee. And you can't yeah. see the lines when it's together. It just goes, just go, oh, my God. It's like no modelling required, really. But Yeah, it's, but, it's like with uh, when I was sticking the orcs together, and you realise that all the joins between the pieces are like under bits of the armour and in folds in the flesh, and it's all... It's not hidden... Because if you look at the model, you can go, oh, yeah, clearly that joins there. Mm. But it's because it's naturally sculpted in. Well, it's digital design as well, isn't it? Yeah. Your eye kind of just skips over it. And, and yeah, I kind of wish PP could do that. Apparently, that new snake woman from Sigma, whatever her name is, um, her tail is in like something front nearly 20 pieces, the tail alone. But they all fit together so you have to dry fit them and it's not immediately obvious yeah so even even putting even i built magnus this week i uh, don't magnus i built araman this week i used the instructions. <laughs> yeah you'd have to i, I wouldn't I normally the, yeah i use the instructions for these uh retributors they go together really easy but but they you're not quite sure and the instructions do you put yeah they are necessary i think it's the order the order is a lot of it. Yeah. Some of it you realize if you don't put it together the right order, you've realized that that might well, not be at the right angle and then that won't fit in anymore. I will say that for the scaven, because I've actually got the build guide here. All right. So this is for what? Uh, five different, maybe six different models. I'm guessing you don't really need the instructions for them. Yeah. Well, no, I, I did read the instructions because you have to know what numbers belong to each rat. Oh, good point. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was it was like really simple and easy to follow, and and that that's it, that's all there is. And yeah, it was just kind of simple and tidy. And um, I'm hoping to get a game of this against Mr. Brown at uh, Easter in a couple of Ooh. weeks. So I haven't seen him in ages. Nick said he might be on board with it after Easter. So could be I'm not considering. I'm not considering it yet. I might at some point. Yeah, well, th- th- part of it for me was like the cost because it is you buy the box, which is about thirty-five. Then you buy a gang, that's about fifteen. You done? Is it okay? There, there's some. There are some add-ons on there, or 
um, there's some stuff in the shop that looks like so you, special characters. You, you can well, no, there's no special characters because you can't vary up what you do with your game. I may be looking at something slightly different then because there so, is something. Essentially, oh, malign portents. What? Malign portents. It's a. Yeah, I've seen this on the shelves. I don't know what it is. It looks like a game, but with lots of special characters. Or whether they... I can't remember what that is either. Uh, I'll put the link in. The... Isn't it Sigma? It's Sigma, but I don't know whether it's part of the main game or not, or whether it's a, a separate thing. Don't know. No can't remember. idea. But I've heard of it, but I can't remember. It's Age of Sigma rather than... Um, okay. Shadespire. Because, again, Shadespire, you get one sort of... Um, sprue that's broken into and that's it that's all the models but you get rules for those models to use in sigma in sigma don't you apparently oh well then there may be some somewhere but aren't they in the box in the in the rule in the amongst the back of the instructions aren't there nope. rules for those models in there no oh, i thought they were in each box okay for, for each box you get a build guide you get uh the two-part sprue um like ploys and upgrades for your character. That's it. That's all you get in each box. Cool. If, if you want to buy add-ons, you can buy um, faction-colored dice. You can buy uh, faction card sleeves. And if you want to expand the game to three or four players, you buy another box set because that gets right. you the two extra boards, the extra counters. That's it. Cool. The, the, one of the really weird things, though, is apparently that GW aren't going to be carrying this in their main stores. Going it, forward. Yeah, it will be for uh, independent retailers only with an organised play structure. Oh. Which I kind of sat there and went, ah. They realised, oh yeah, their main story is just to sell Sigmar and 40k, so yeah, okay. Wow. Because of course they don't want their main store to be cluttered with like Necromunda and Blood Bowl and 40k and you know, you've got 40k and Sigmar on top and you've got Shades Bar on top of that. So you'll have to buy it from a web Because the stores are a lot smaller than they were, aren't they? It'll be web stores, or it'll be independent gaming stores. So The stores are a lot smaller than they used to be as well, aren't they, of course? Yeah. I don't know the one in Oxford still. Most of them have moved. I don't think Oxford has, but most of them have moved. No, Even Oxford. if they moved across the road. Yeah. But the, the one in Warsaw moved next door. But Arthur moved across the road, almost. Apparently the rent was half the price by moving one shop down. Yeah. They did that in a lot of places. I'm just looking at the rule book for this now. Shadespire. Yeah. Yeah. I'm intrigued when they do more races and more armies and more forces. Well, uh the they've released or is it Skaven, Undead, Orcs, Dwarves, uh Stormcast and Chaos. They're what variations doing... to Chaos, not very much variation yet. No. Uh, well they're doing a second Chaos and a second Stormcast soon. Yeah. So then so... the new Storm the new Chaos one is gonna be the one with the hound. What the guy with his face all burnt? Uh no. No, not that one. Sorry. Wrong franchise. You confused me for a second there. I'm like, oh, I, was, I could tell you. I was like, wait a minute. What? Are you, what? <laughs> no. Actually, I've got, I have got an Indiana business. Have you seen oh. the trailer for um, Fantastic Beasts 2? Yes. Oh, my God. It looks good. Yes, I want that. Got a while to wait. Six months. Yeah. Well, I, 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 can, I can pass the time by continuing to listen to the Harry Potter audiobooks. So past thing. I'm 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 up to uh half. Who reads them? Who reads them? Uh Stephen Fry. Yeah. He's got the voice. Sorry? You can get a Jim Dale version as well. A Jim Dale version. Yeah, as in he of the carry on movies. I know who he is. Apparently he was nearly a Doctor Who on. That's just weird. Um yeah, I'm 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 enjoying those. 
I'm, I'm also looking forward to two movies I've got to watch this weekend, which is uh, Snowpiercer and The Shape of Water. Snowpiercer is very good. Um, I, I've, Shape of Water, I want to watch again. Snowpiercer is really fun. I figured out that by use of my VPN, I can buy movies off YouTube that are currently running in the cinema. Um, so by, pretend, yeah, by Shape... pretending to be by pretending to be in which country? Uh, the US. Oh, because right. Shape of Water's been and gone from the cinema over there. Yeah. So yep, pick that up for twelve quid. Which it's very good. I yeah. liked it a lot. I watch it again. But say Snowpiercer is, is awesome. Recommend that. Yeah. No, it, it, it does. I mean, it's got Chris Evans, and he's generally good in stuff. So. He is. Yeah, he's good in Sunshine. Good as Captain America. I watched Sunshine about a week ago. Again. Uh, I haven't seen that in a while. He's not. Is it? Is he in that? Much? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's a lot. A lot. If, if, I, I mean, I think we're past the moratorium on spoilers, but he's the guy who freezes. Yeah, I can't remember. I'm confusing it at the moment with a couple of space ones like so Life, Supernova, and, and um, yeah, oh, I know the Supernova bit, yeah. bit, but I can't remember. All I remember is what is it, Cillian Murphy and Killian Murphy? Yeah, is it? I thought it's Cillian. Oh, it's Irish. Fine, cool. fine, whatever. Uh, that it's guy. Not, it's not a Tolkien word. It's Killian. <laughs> are, are you sure? Because I've heard so many people pronounce it. It's Killian. <laughs> Really is Killian Murphy, honestly. Yes. Okay, fine, Mr. Murphy. I'll call him. Yeah, you can call him that. I'm sure he'll go with um, that. He um he was in it. Uh, there was uh, some murder, and there was like a thing where he was falling at the end. Mark Strong as well. He's good. Oh yeah, Mark Strong. Yeah, that's uh, very good. Proves any movie, but he cannot save some of them. True. But when you say, oh, I don't know, have you seen the Brothers Grimsby? That's quite hilarious. Even it's very funny. It is very. It's it's not. I mean, I really didn't think that'd be my kind of movie, but it just it really is wrong. It's. (laughs) I liked it. It's so funny. Uh, It shouldn't be, but it is. Um, Continue to a movie ramble. Well, excellent. Kurt, while we're on the topic, Blade Runner. Yes. Oh, I can tune out now. I haven't seen it yet. (laughs) I haven't seen it yet, so don't spoil it. Yes, Mike, I have. Okay, um, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> so and, did I. And have you, watched, have you watched it a second time yet? I haven't watched it a second time yet. I do want to, but I find that the longer I've uh, that you know, as more time has passed and I've had more time to think about it, I'm enjoying it more, even though yes. I haven't seen it again. Yes, I did. I went to I watched it a second time because you mentioned that you might you were kind of keen to discuss, and I watched it again, and I found the second half less engaging when I already knew what would happen even though you kind of guess anyway but um, uh, in the second half was a bit like uh, not quite as much fun as I hoped it would be because you kind of go oh yeah 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 without spoiling it for those people who haven't watched it um, but I would still like it a lot I still do like it a lot oh, well, it, it's got a fantastic music cue uh, in the second half um, where they're well, theme, um, you mean a theme type thing you mean yes it's, it's running like kind a, of changing a, theme a 10 minute long um, sort of uh, music track that plays uh, how to describe this part at the bit where you see the sea and before that. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah I think it's called the sea wall. Um, okay. That's a really fantastic music cue just to listen to as an atmospheric piece on its own. Oh, and cool. what goes along at that point. Yeah. 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 Oh, since we're on to movies as well. Though, he's, trying to, he's trying to distract from Blade Runner. Ah, uh, sorry. You can have it when like, yeah. Okay. We can reconvene. Uh, on that at some point um but um has anyone seen annihilation yet there was on no i keep meaning to yeah i keep meaning it's on my list yeah 
Um, it looks good, and everybody ignored it, and then it's on Netflix. No, it was talked about on Twitter, and I was like, oh, yeah, it's suddenly put on Netflix. I agree. I saw it, and suddenly went, oh, yes, I'm going to watch that. Um, no, but I saw a trailer for it ages ago. I utterly binge-watched Altered Carbon. I binged Altered Carbon to death. It was amazing. Watched the first episode of that. looked really good. I've read the book as well. It's just, I've read loads of his books. It's, um, it's the bit where he gets to the, like, the, the AI hotel, I'm yeah. like, this is really weird, but I'm kind of digging it. The TV series gets more weird, and it's fun. I liked it a lot. It's really good. Yeah, I read a lot of the books. It does go away from the book a bit, and I yeah, but uh, it's still a really good TV series. I hope they make more because there's three I, more I books, two more books, three more books. I don't know the books, so um, I'm going in with just the mindset of this could be interesting. I, if I you like William to... Gibson, if you like Heinlein, if you like that kind of classic sci-fi, it's not. It doesn't have a Philip K. Dick kind of lean to it, but if you like that more, um, the William Gibson neuromancer stuff, there's a lot of that in it, and there's a lot of it does borrow from Heinlein, although it's not quite so obvious. Except you know, the maths bit is bl- is just Heinlein. It's not. They don't explain it because it's explained in Heinlein. It's kind of. To, to be honest. I'm pretty much up for any kind of interesting sci-fi. Um, so one that's one that's kind of been punted to me recently. And I need to have a look at his mute as well. I haven't watched that. That's in my list as well. Yeah. That's... Did did we talk about the anime Godzilla? They came out recently. No, because no, I haven't seen it. No, yeah. it's not bad. I, I, I will say, if you're going for Shin Godzilla, by the way, that is fantastic. Yeah, I will. I just need to remember to actually buy it. Have you seen it? No, I wanted. I wanted to see oh. it at the cinema, but um, oh, right. For anyone who has not seen Shin Godzilla, I haven't seen Shin Godzilla. I, I mean, I, I I like old classic Godzilla. Yes. I like new American Godzilla. Yes. Um, Shin Godzilla is what would happen if you had a Godzilla movie occurring at the same time as the West Wing and they met face to face. It's it is a wonderful what, movie. The clever Charlie Kid never sorry. Yeah. Um it's a wonderful I love movie. The way you just wait now. I yeah, I, I go, do and it's like okay, fair enough. We, we have been doing this long enough, you just go, Yeah, he's rambling, I'll wait, he'll get over it. <laughs> Damn, you spotted my tactics. Uh, other people do it as well, that's why. There's two there's two movies actually that I want to see. One of them that's not at the cinema yet as well um, in the UK, but and there's one that's out on DVD at the moment, which is the one that's out on DVD is a ghost story, uh-huh. which I want to see, which has um, Ben Affleck's brother in, apparently Casey. Yeah, yeah, uh, which which looks quite. It's a bit of a dark comedy and the other one is actually called ghost stories which has directed by andy nyman and has um martin freeman paul whitehouse it's oh wow um right martin freeman by the way i've just seen black panther there is no way in the world i can buy him as an ace fighter pilot okay or american (laughs) you you may now continue okay american at all no, that's true. Um, I haven't seen it yet, but I've seen the clip. I haven't seen it. Um, yeah, I will have yeah. seen um, So that, that movie actually showed uh, a film festival, but it's coming out over here in the next couple of months, uh, Ghost Stories. It's about it's like three m- movies put together, um, 
and like an sort of thing. Yeah, and it's a remake of a Japanese film. It does sound like you're talking about no, a, film, a Japanese a, film that's called Ghost Story. It's a drama horror thing where this like investigator goes to speak to eyewitnesses of paranormal like activity, and they recant stories. And it does look like I Japanese film. paranormal activity. So they went to the cinema. No, and went, rubbish. no, no, no. Um, I'll, I'll get the. Thing. No, I mean it sounds like a remake of it anyway, but yeah. I, d- I don't know, um, um, but it 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 looked really good, and I want to. See- My uh, next film I'm looking forward to is Ready Player One. Really, I think. Not really interested in that. Someone's going to go and see it because it, it just looks like such a wonderful like. So is my age making that more appealing? Is my age making that more appealing? Is that what it is? That I have nostalgia for the eighties and you two weren't born. Is that what it is? Whoa, whoa, whoa! I was born in the eighties. Well, I was born in the 70s, but I'm not nostalgic about the 70s. And just oh, not... Oh, no- three-day week. Oh, how lovely. What? <laughs> just not nostalgic about forced video game-like references, really. Forced? Fair, the, 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 the book is... a. Having read some of the book, it's a bit... Um, yeah. I've read the book. I've gone through the audio book with Will Wheaton reading. Okay. So, <laughs> I'm interested in seeing the movie. But we'll, we'll we'll see where that one goes. I find interesting pre-movie release reviews that are from people who haven't seen the film. They're quite interesting. I'm interested in just going to the cinema again. I haven't been to the cinema well, in see, ages. Ben, what you could do is because I know you're a fan of Mech. Um, next Wednesday, that's the twenty-first. Yeah. Uh, next Wednesday, the twenty-first. Uh, there is a screening of Code Gears. Really? On the big screen. Where? Nationwide. Oh, okay. Uh, independent ones, I take it. Or... No, no, I'm going to go and see it at the View. Oh, bloody hell! Uh, well, let me, just, let me just see what I can find near you. I'm looking at View Oxford, which is near me. But to be honest, that's also Magic Night, so it would be a yeah. But Ben, center. it's a one night only. I know, but I miss fucking Godzilla, and that was a one night only. Why did you skip Godzilla to like to talk to people? That's just I didn't. Crazy. I didn't skip Godzilla. Magic wasn't on at that point. Uh, I just didn't. We just didn't get round to seeing it. Yep. View Oxford. It's on at six thirty on the Wednesday. Six thirty. Looking. It's a lot on. Oh yeah, there it is. Or or there's the Odeon in Central Oxford at quarter past eight. My boss goes to see a lot of cinema, and I don't know. How, he has one of those cards, so he has to kind of. I've, I've cancelled mine. Or Bench, if you're feeling kind of, I really don't want to do it on a Wednesday. Cineworld Milton Keynes is showing it on the Thursday. Yeah, Milton Keynes. That's a long way away, actually. That's only 30 miles. Hail and Pace did a lovely song about Milton Keynes. Milton did that. <laughs> they did. Didn't think there'd be ever. Well, it's before Milton Ke- It was before they were Hail and Pace as a duo. It's when they did this very alternative um, late night Channel 4 thing called Coming Next. But it, it was it was what became Hail and Pace. Oh, okay. Chris Barry, Hail and Pace, and someone I can't remember. Oh wow! Yeah, you, don't, you, don't, you probably don't search for it on YouTube. Which we find coming next. It's hard to search for because it's got it's not a name, is it? So it's hard to find. Yeah. But but it it, uh, it it was good. It was awful, but good. The amount of random comedy skits searched for on YouTube in this house is incredible. Oh, we actually, we actually had to the other week search for and explain a um oh damn it. I've forgotten, the, um, forgotten the names. Famous comedy duo. Uh, Context. Mork and Wise. That's it. Mork oh, and Wise. Right, okay. Bloody <laughs> hell. Well done. Yep. 
Um, let's explain one of their sketches to someone, which is if you see the Morny Stanit sketch. Uh, it's where one of them has a, is, is a paper seller, and yeah. it's on the corner shedding Morny yeah, yeah. Stanit. Oh yeah, yeah. And the one comes up and goes like, hey, "Morning Standard." Yes. And we actually had to explain why this was funny to someone. Well, because he'd never heard a newspaper guy in the street saying the newspaper name <laughs> incomprehensibly. Apparently like, not. Both pecker. I think not, not like the one in Warsaw who uh, tries to sell the big shoe to you. Oh, big shoe. Big shoe. <laughs> nice. Big shoe. Um, no, my, just... my shoes are bigger than your shoes. What? <laughs> I've been watching a lot of... Sorry, I've been watching a lot of Harry Enfield sketches because I forgot how actual how actually funny Harry Enfield in the old days actually was. But the best one that I've seen is Harry Enfield, uh, 1990s Arsenal versus uh, Liverpool from the 1930s. <laughs> it's just fucking hilarious. Um, break for smoke and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, they they all kick the ball and run in a in like a, in a big huddle round the yeah. one player. It's, it's just hilarious. Um, what was the other thing? Uh, the death of Stalin. The death of yes, Stalin. That was a bad. Just about to go to. I, having seen that the other week, that is both disturbing and hilarious. Oh, just the chopping and changing of the different factions. Uh, you know, the NKVD. Is it? Is it good? I was really out. not sure. Definitely. Really? Did you I not enjoy it? it. I, no, I watched it. I, I, haven't, I haven't watched it because I wasn't sure what to make of it. Oh, no, it was brilliant. Uh, just the fact that there's a, a, a Red Army general with a, with a northern accent. Well, this is the okay. thing. Um, the, 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 the guy, Armando Iannucci, said, we're not doing cod Russian accents. What I want you to do is just a whole mix of accents because that's what oh. the Soviet Union was. It was a, it's a complete mishmash of every kind of so it's the Union. So it's, you've got Jason Isaacs there as you know General Zhukov, covered in like medals head to toe, and he just comes in. He's like, "All right, lad." Yeah. So it's a Sean Connery like, school of accents. Do you know that he's actually Northern though? Yeah, uh, yeah, which is amazing. Anyway, I, yeah, I particularly like Sean Connery's Russian accent. That flavor of Northern is he? Mm. I believe he's more Liverpudlian. Yeah, I like um, Sean Connery's flavor of um, Russian. Or uh, there is a reason that makes sense. So or, or, his or his Egyptian accent is particularly good. <laughs> so, okay, yeah, that one's a bit more silly. Oh, uh, do you remember the the poster for? Um, they did a mock up. Something awful did a mock up of um, the Hunt for Red October, and it was um, the Hunt for Red October. But it, the title was changed to um, Sub Russian ac uh, Action <laughs> with Sub Russian Accents. There's almost no Russian accents in the yeah. <laughs> but, but yes, I love that film though. Oh, going, back, going back to the death of Stalin, if you want a film that is both funny and utterly horrific in its kind of, oh, well, that's a bit dark, okay. um, that is Death of Stalin. Because not only does it have, they actually toned back some of the stuff in there. Is it on Netflix, comedy, isn't it? No. no Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they toned back some of the comedy because what had happened in real life was too ridiculous to be believable. Mm. There's a segment right at the start where there's a, a concert going on. Stalin asks for a recording. They realise they're not recording it, so they have to get the entire orchestra back in. They have to get the composer. They have to get the crowd back oh, in. Oh, my word. And in real life, uh, what happens in the film is like an, a, the conductor kind of isn't there and one of them has to be basically be pulled in from the local area in his pajamas 
to conduct the orchestra. What actually happened was the first one fainted from the pressure. So that's com that's conductor number one gone. The second one got dragged in in the middle of the night. He was too pissed to actually do the conducting. So they had to go for a third conductor. To actually okay. They omitted one of those because they said, no, this is too ridiculous for a comedy. <laughs> Let's just make it two. They wow. don't, but they don't pull any punches in, oh, this regime has Leventi Barrier in, who does just go, yeah, just, just kill that guy and that guy and, and his wife. Yeah, why not? No, no, no. It was great. He goes, they're going, he goes, new list, new list. And they go, kill that guy, kill that guy. And make sure his wife sees it. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And, and, and it's just so matter of fact. And the army and the NKVD just basically rotate throughout the film in different, like, guises of guarding the state infrastructure. And it's just really hilarious. But if if you if you've liked any Armando Iannucci stuff, yeah, yeah, it's it's very him. You know, I, I'm not having... at all, and I'm now looking at the movie poster, and I'm definitely not about to stand up. <laughs> well, but it seems like having Steve Buscemi in there. Oh yeah, so perfect as um, oh Khrushchev. Mm. Just ah, oh, it's it's such a good film. You you know, Jeffrey, the, Tam Jeffrey Tambor looks like good value as well. The most uh, yeah. the most uh, innocuous and shocking thing in that was just you know when they load them all into the van from Stalin's compound when they when they when they're getting them all out and that guy just shuts the the truck and some other officer comes out of nowhere and just shoots him for no reason whatsoever. It was just it, there was that happening at the same time as all this insanity basically and, and i mean the, the, the one thing i will say is it does sort of really play about with the time scheme just to kind of simplify the film a little um but largely what happened there is kind of what happened yeah i know that's what i was i was saying because um mrs just turned around and goes it, it can't have been this nuts and i and i was yeah. like i bet that there is a kernel of truth in this insanity because oh, absolutely um it the, the whole russian system just Historically speaking, is just completely convoluted, and, and Michael Palin as well. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, the bit where they're talking about his wife, and she just walks in. <laughs> that was just. But let's let's not spoil this for Kurt or anyone else who's no, because I I might watch it after we finish. Okay. <laughs> because Fine. seriously, if 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 this sounds like it interests you, please go out and support this film because it. it it deserves to be seen by more people. It, it's an absolutely ridiculous look at a hideously stupid system. And I, I just don't know what to say other than that. It, it, it is a fantastic film. It's better than In the Loop. And it's yes. kind of like the thick of it on the steroids, basically. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Right. Well, I think we can end the hobby section there. <laughs> yeah. It's only the sound hobby section. Are we just going to become a 40K and movie podcast? I think well, that I might be likely. Age of Sigma rather than uh, 40k. I don't know. Well, I I just like our models now. So I've got some demons. Does that count as Age of Sigma? <laughs> that counts as both, doesn't it? So... It's both, very much both. I got I've got quite a, I've got quite a bit of demons as well now. Okay, yeah, yeah. You, you can play. You can just turn up and go. What do you want to play? Just Zinch, though. I'm not playing anything else. No, I didn't do the others. Just Zinch, purist. Yeah, that 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 that's your thing, isn't it? I like Zinch a lot. To be honest, I'd rather go for them and Nurgle. So I've always liked Zinch. I've always just always been my thing for a long time. Anyway, do you want to sign us off, Kurt? You've been listening to Elite Cadre, the uh, wargaming, rambling, make it up to go along podcast. Uh, I've been Kurt. I've been Mike. I've been Ben. Goodbye, Nick. Bye, Nick. Bye, Nick.
You've been listening to Elite Cadre, a War Machine and Hordes podcast. Email us at elitecadrepodcast at gmail.com or find the whole team on Twitter at bit.ly forward slash elitecadre. Music provided by Martin DeBont and Symphony of Spectres. And now, in a world of perfect production and seamless transitions, we bring you the chaos that lurks beneath the surface. These are the Easter eggs. Can I have a look at another time? I'll send it to you. I'll, Cheers, I'll Facebook you. let me. Thank you. Um, uh, I picked up um, all the um, Dark Imperial Marines already assembled. They're not especially based. They just put their own bases and they're all done. And some of them will start being painted. 38 quid to save me the assembly and it's cheaper than I could buy them retail without buying Dark Imperial box set, which is obviously 90 odd and more. I got two of those retributors in that like how to build collect boxes just to see what the models are like. They're really Re- nice. But... What's a retributor? Uh, from Age of Sigma. All right. Uh, Sigmarines. Yeah. The problem I've got at the moment is is that I can't really make too much of a comment on this because of the the, the model that should be on screen now. Um, well, I'm focused on Kurt, so I can't see anything. Let's have a look. Let you me stop talk talking. There we go. No, no, I actually clicked on you, Kurt. So I was just. Oh, that, that that just means you're a terrible human being, Benj. No, it, I can it... see it, but you're not very high resolution. Okay. Oh, shut up, Benj. All right then. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> It will be uh, the leader of the uh, the Skaven gang for Shades by. Oh, uh, right. I couldn't see what it was. I couldn't see it for long enough because he kept talking. Just just click on Mike. Now I well, am. Look, see I Mike. have my hands full of actually hobbying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's actually doing more than either of us at this moment. No, I've got hands full of magic cards. No, that's not hobby. (laughs) It is. It's a hobby. No, no, it's not hobby. Bankruptcy in card format. It is. I spent twenty pounds on two booster. Packs. Oh wow, Jesus! And then you have the audacity to moan about oh, this Vesperian character is a bit expensive. This massive foot tall knight thing is. There was a chance. There was a chance to pull an imperial recruiter for that would have been worth seventy pounds, but it's a very slim chance. It's like the lottery. So, so, so what you're saying is basically you'd have done a bet as well had you gone down Ladbrokes. I guess so. It is, but yeah. I don't know. I met a new person who like wants to play Commander, which is cool. Which is good because I'm terrible at making friends these days. But he was quite a nice chap. It gets harder as you get older, Mike. Door, can you lay that on? So you know. Well, I that that I missed that bit because Kurt was agreeing with me, and I agree with Kurt. But you then started jibber jabbing. What did you? I was was being snarky, Benj. Don't worry. Okay, snarky. Yeah. Oh, fucking people are hard work. No, oh, that comes out wrong, doesn't it? Fucking people. Are <laughs> well, apparently, that, well, it might do. Depends on the person. Then. So it's like I'm doing socialising wrong. You are fucking people. It's just so. Calling the police before you've even left the room. I think something's not right. Yeah. Uh, have, have we learnt lessons about making uh, comments, Benj? What speaking English yes. without filters? Yeah, I guess all punctuation. That's the terrible yeah. podcast. Punctuation. Go, oh, I'm just talking to people that I know and know me really well, so I can say what I like. Oh fuck. It's all right. Only three people and 18,000 Russian bots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those three people are. True, yeah. uh, I was going to say, um, uh, I had a thing. Yes, um, I want to talk a bit about BonesCon. Good. Because, yeah, that's that's coming uh, back. Oh, is um, it really? It's coming back, or is it? Well, it's it's not been announced yet. Okay. Um, you just did that. But the, the, the weekend started <laughs> very much with John's point of view of, 
this has to be the end. I can't do this again. This is ruining my life. Yes. To at the end of the weekend going. Right, so I'll get in touch with you guys over the next couple of months. Oh, no. What's out the next one? It's it's exactly the same formula I've seen from almost every single convention God. I've ever been to. It was I amazing. Didn't, I didn't know that bit. I assumed it was all done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Um, what, what was what was what was actually really good is I mean I was only in the um, the casual play bit so that felt a little emptier but we worked out why we've got about we had about the same number of people as last year it's bigger space twice the space uh, where was the other bit of space then or was it because the other I mean the, the um oh what's the name of the hotel Hilton Hilton uh, the um Hilton Metropole the Hilton can just swallow like huge numbers of people um so yeah, we have been there yeah you just get lost in there okay. um, but, but yeah the, the comp room was like the next to one or two along um in a room i are don't they, think i've ever seen before but are they decorated yet no the hilton still very much looks like the Hilton. do we talk about the the welsh as well since that's coming soon we can indeed talk about the welsh um i do like I, the welsh i've been for a few years ever- has Martin ever appeared on here? It'd be quite interesting to hear Martin. Speak. Not for a long time. Um, he, I don't think he ever has actually. No. Oh, we have some YouTube chat from Byron and Matt. So hello, Byron. Um, if, if he has, it was a long time ago. Byron is the the judge. Yep, he is the head judge of the Welsh Masters, which I keep mm-hmm. calling the Welsh Open accidentally. I call it national still, Welsh Nash, but that's... The yeah. Welsh is Welsh obviously Nash a good thing. an entirely different thing, Benj. No, no, Welsh... Someone used to call it the Welsh Nash. No, it's never been the Welsh Nationals. It's just I think been that the Welsh. Was, I think that was Dean that fucked up, then. Yeah, it was, it was, it was the Welsh Open, um, and it had some weird and wacky formats in the early days. Um, yes. I think I started going at the second one. I think we started um, going at the same time, didn't we, I think? Yeah, yeah roughly. Uh, did you go? Yeah, to we the started one going was... to events the same year, didn't we? So we ended up going yeah. to the Welsh at the same time. Yeah, it was. It was like three games at fifty points, three games at thirty-five. Oh yeah, you've got to have six different lists. What the hell was going on? Your mum has to have painted format. at least thirty percent of your army. Yeah, that that was the one where I ended up, I basically almost table flipped against Dean, um, <laughs> because Butcher's feet. Um, I mean, it was a slim chance to pull off this whole thing anyway. Um, but Butcher's Feet meant that I killed a Jack that I was going to throw at his caster. That sounds familiar. Um, yeah. I've told the story about it half a dozen times. And it basically ended with Butcher on no focus in front of Dean's army going, come on! Like, this will end not well at all. So... Oh, Wait, still Armour 18, but when you've got multiple war jacks in front of you, mm, that will not end well. Going to be a bad day. So okay, so we've got a bit on Welsh Masters, we've got a bit on uh, Bones Con. Um, I, I intend to talk about a game I haven't played yet, uh, but intend to, which is Shades by. Um, I'll do that as a hobby though, because frankly, I've put together these GW plastics, and yeah, they're yeah, amazing. Some, they've made some really nice models that I think if I hadn't been bothered, I could have done without glue. Yeah, which was absolutely shocking. I mean, th- there was hey, one. Do you see what I mean? I said before. Do you see what I mean? When you go back to GW now. The, yeah. the quality difference is unbelievable. And I, I would not, if you told me, I would not believe. Well, th- this is the thing as well. I assembled them, right? And almost straight away, I looked at the Skaven gang and went, oh, actually, yeah, I could do that bit silver, a little bit of, gr- a little bit of uh, tin bits in there, put some green over there. I was like, oh, yeah, I feel incentivized to actually do something because there's no expandability to any of the groups. So uh, no, just, there isn't, but yeah. Just five models or three. 
or whatever. And then I looked at how it played, and it's like, okay, so what you've done is you've taken the dice and pitch element of Blood Bowl, okay, but then put objective-based gameplay on top with a builder deck element. Okay. So I've not played it, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it's imagine if you got Blood Bowl, but instead of having the two goal lines, you've got um, six objectives that are kind of randomized around the board, and you decide your deck of objectives and your deck of um, sort of uh, add-ons and ability cards to synergize with your characters. So, you know, there might be um, uh, an undead group that says, you know, if there's no one in your half of the board, because they can really jam you up, if there's no one in your half of the board, then you score some uh, command points. Oh, is it five objectives? So Matt's correcting me. Five, some objectives, but anyway, I, we can talk about this later because frankly, this is good content. Yes, we should do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like we don't have any other content. Do we have any content? We do. I just said we got Bones Con. We got the Welsh uh, Welsh Masters. I know, but how long will that keep us going? And then all the at least five or six minutes bench. Sorry. Or and then follows what's now becoming the traditional GW fanboy section. As we gradually get sucked back into GW in a massive way, having not played it it in 10 years. I can't honestly believe it, really. I'm coming around to believing it, but I've been into a GW store a few times in the last month, twice in the last month. I can still walk out of there, fine. I I went in there there and I said, no, it's not payday, and the guy lost all interest in me. I don't spend 200 quid like I used to, but I still spend money. What in GW? Yeah, I yeah I, I can walk into any hobby store and I can comfortably spend as much as I can think of. So um, I I used to drop a serious amount of money when I walked into a GW when I felt like it, but now I go in and I go I'm going to buy this pot of paint and this model, and then uh, yeah. Well, th- this is actually one of the things I like about Trade Spy. I don't mean I don't mean this model by the way. I wouldn't have afforded yeah. this model. This no, is Christmas this present. Like Trade Spy, in that you buy the box, which is like thirty five quid or something like that. Then okay, you, you've got everything for that. If you want to buy another gang, you buy the box for that gang, which is anywhere from twelve to fifteen quid. That's it. We could we could just start if we know if we yeah, have a, we'll, any we'll, kind we'll, of a we'll stop stop because <clears throat> I can't think of anything else we need to do before that really. No, that's a podcast. Yay! What a mess. <laughs> I'd say that's quite coherent. Mess, really. I've had people tweeting at me. What the hell? What really? I haven't oh, looked. It, it's Rich Dean saying you forgot Morecambe and Wise. Yes, yes. yes <laughs> I, I like the way I pulled that out of nowhere. <laughs> well, it was either going to be like Morecambe and Wise, Cannon and Ball, Little and Large. Um, wasn't going to be Hale and Pace because we just mentioned them. True. So could have gone for Punt and Dennis, I suppose. Oh dear God, Punt and Dennis. Hey, they're still on the Now Show. It's fine. Penn and Teller. I, Not <laughs> a classic British comedy duo, are they? Let's be fair. They're yeah. Pretty- uh, well, well, I didn't hear him say British. He didn't, but he implied it. It was, oh, it, <laughs> it was implied. Basically, what I was doing is I, I was mentally communicating with Kurt what Clearly. I meant, and he <laughs> fought onto it. Fine, you're on that level. I would never be on that level. Somehow it worked. No, uh, you see, you, you, you're not on the level of your brother. So, I, yeah. I'd have preferred to do Age of Sigmar as well, since I've already done the Marines, but fortunately... So instead of the Marines, you want to do the Sigmarines? I, I, well, they're slightly more flavourful than Space Marines these days. I don't know about that. Oh, come on, the fluff has got so fucking terrible. What, in Space Marines? Yeah, but there's so much of it. 
I know, but the un- only the heresy stuff, and they've kind of milked that as well now. It is the three thousand book saga of the heresy. Yeah, yeah, come yeah on. I like but- it. They're I still at, like all that. They're at Earth, aren't they, now at least? Finally, maybe. Fuck it. Why are there lizard men in the fucking order book? A lizard men order? Yeah. What? Because they're high magic. Okay, fine. Uh, I don't really have a lot of... I don't really follow Sigma. So, uh, lizard men were the originators uh, along uh, for... Oh, God, was it the Slan? Oh, the Slan, yeah. Yeah. They are the originators of um, high the magic, world. but the uh, uh, the high arguably, arguably of the world Pardon? as well, aren't they? You just broke uh, well, up. Oh, I'm sorry. It might be to do with my. Oh God! He's downloading things. He's, He's turned it. All lies. He's turning to Alex. I definitely haven't turned off uTorrent now. It's just lies. <laughs> Where are the high elves? Why aren't they in here? Oh, there they are. There's some high elves. Just randomly with the slant weren't slant credited with the with the kind of career no he's gone you're, you're gone you're the, cutting the, out slan were uh, a 40k race it was the whole thing of originally they were in the 40k universe and the slan yeah. were a creative yeah. force behind that and yeah a couple of them had got trapped on the warhammer world yes. it's yeah it's it's all pretty but weird. that's all kind of been really hasn't it yeah been retconned really okay. Well, to be fair, the Warhammer universe has been binned. It's now just yeah. like reality that intersect with one another, which means they basically have license to do whatever the hell they like. Which is, what is their thing? It's a sad thing because I kind of liked the Warhammer world because it's a it was content contained to I, a single to, planet. To be honest, any plan that allows me to ignore that stupid. Egyptian skeleton phase that they had, I'm okay with. Tomb King? Yeah, what's wrong with Tomb Kings? I'm sorry. The, 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 uh, there was a point where I was thinking, yeah, I'll collect undead. Um, and I was like, oh, I like Tomb King. And then they just went, oh, what we're going to do is we're going to take all these skeletons and we're going to put a pharaoh hat on them. No, that's the thing. they still had your vampire counts, you had your, your different. Bits yeah, but the, the vampire came with the zombies. That you didn't have that traditional army of skeletons thing going on anymore. If you wanted, so that, you, do, you do you know why I like Tim King? Pardon? Do you know why I like Tim King? Go on. Reading the bits for Thousand Suns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. that, that yeah. No, but but no. Four wings for a demon right, prince. Even even fucking Dark Omen, the okay. video game, which okay. introduced me to that. Hey. Yeah. Ben. Know how you're allowed to rationally, ha- I- sorry, irrationally hate things? No, because you don't let me do it. You just you <laughs> this, immediately this, this, is my, this is my, I have looked at your art style and despise it. Please leave my home or burn. No. You don't, let, my lawn. You don't let me leave with, with that sense that I have, you know, said my piece and it was understood. You always leave me, make there you always make me leave feeling like i've done something horribly wrong but ben you have you've gone against my word ah nice (laughs) (laughs) no i i I get where you're coming from the yeah i don't mind people liking tomb kings they're wrong but you know they're fine they're within their rights. I never bought any apart from bits. I never bought bits. Yeah. I prefer the vampires. Will that do? I prefer the vampires. Vlad von Karstein. Yeah, the whole fucking dirty lineage of Valhalla's dance macabre. What? I mean, it, 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 the whole Warhammer world was so painful and ridiculous in every single level. 
and I'll, I'll be honest, if you're going to have your one big, like, connected world fiction, yeah, keep that on 40k. Just Age of Sigma with their basically bur- tear the universe down, burn a lot of it. Just gives them license to go, you know what, do what you like. We don't care. Just, yeah. just pick up some models, do some stuff. Who cares? Yeah, but I yeah. just don't I don't understand why they had to burn it all down. They didn't necessarily have to burn it all down, but they did it anyway. I, I don't think they had to, but I think it, it I think it benefits where they wanted to take the game. I, that they don't have to stick within the, the old boundaries. I yeah, I can see that. But I thought 40k needed it more than more than the Warhammer story. Uh, <laughs> yeah, do it to 40k as well. Uh, bring back the Zotes. Okay, no. But and, um, and the Imperial Guard Beastmen. If they're not Imperial Guard anymore. I, 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 have, I, I have a 40k book that says I can take Imperial Guard Beastmen. What's you're, gone wrong with the world? You're going, you're going to be sued, Mike. You can't say Imperial Guard. Yes, you can. It's licensed. It's licensed. Yeah, no, you can. And it's licensed. Lawyers are listening to us. What's licensed? Like, it, it, Imperial Guard is a generic term. The reason they they switched bench is because they moved. Yeah, the I know. So yeah, you can stay Imperial Guard, but, but but the formal kind of uh, overarching name is is um But you can still say Imperial Guard. I don't hear anyone say it anymore. It's just you, know, you don't guard all over the place. You really? just play guard. Yeah, you just play guard, don't you? I've heard people bloody say it in the shop save. Fucking Astra Militarum, you know, not just even the GW employees. Yeah, they both, they both did, didn't they? We are grognards. Okay, we are, we are the long beards. The long beards. Okay. Yeah, we're the people who've been around like now forever in wargaming. Kurt forever plus one. Um, <gasps> Conrad forever plus ten. That that is very true. Just, just in case anybody has any doubt, I'm not the oldest wargamer for crying out loud for a long way. I'm pretty sure that man just has like the Warhammer rulebook tattooed on his and, chest. And if you want to get really mean, we throw Mike into the bus there as well. <laughs> not you. <laughs> I know who you mean, yes. He may only be a few years older than me, but he can go in there too. <laughs> I mean, our Mike is old as well. Ah, oh, cheers. Cheers <laughs> for that. <laughs> Stop. Start acting like my proxy father then. And tell I would say, I'm aren't you older like, than Mike? What? No, are I don't. Older know. than Mike? I don't act like it. But um, am I but, older than Mike? I don't think so. Okay. I am well. thirty-four. No, yeah, Mike's older than me. Yeah. I, yeah Mike's older than me as well. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Kurt, mm-hmm. Kurt you're looking mighty good for whatever the fuck you are, are age-wise. I've got ten years on Mike. Yeah. They this don't look it. every single time. Don't look it. Still good. Still sex. Right. Are you still right. cycling? Are you still cycling? I am. I have plans to go out tomorrow morning when I wake up. It's all, uh, set, all, set, all set. Oh, he's broken up again. He's become the robot. He's filling in for Alex. He should do. <laughs> uh, no, no, you're still a bit. Oh my God. No, you're still Kurt. <laughs> I think you should all go to bed. It's really late. Yeah, that's pretty good. Okay, uh, I think we'll end it there. Thank you to people who've been listening in. Um, uh, sorry, Rich Dean, for not responding to pretty much any of your stuff because I, I haven't been keeping on Twitter. My iPad is kind of over there. Um, yeah, I've been keeping an eye on the YouTube chat. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, we'll see you all again for the next episode, hopefully at some point. Question mark? I, I bet the Welsh will have happened by the time we... No, in a month ish. So, uh, yeah. Until then, have a good one. And uh, I'll I'll stop the broadcast and then uh, hang up. Chatty bye.